0: Welcome to episode 424 of the Awesome Comics Podcast, the place where the small press makes one hell of a big noise. I'm Vince Hunt, and joining me this week is a man who slicked back his hair with gel <laughs> and he's given himself a ponytail. It's our very own early 90s action star, Tony Esmond.
1: You can see who I was looking up to back then, can't you? Oh, but, you know who.
0: <laughs> clearly, clearly. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But, you know... The, I don't know why you've done it tonight, though, Tony. Why your hair's right there, but... I'm
1: li- living the dream now. I'm in the sixties. Got to look yeah, back on those days. I?
0: I mean, from yeah. dreams to nightmares, because uh, <laughs> we're with a person who's been forever changed by a recent watching of Extro. It's Tom Curry. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hi, <is> Thomas. <laughs> you Good, are con- considerably uh, chipper, considering you've uh, seen a lot of people giving birth to eggs and all kinds of things. I... Over the-
2: you know, you 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 can look at the situation in Extro, and you can go, well, at least it's not me. Um, hold on, oh, there's someone, there's someone at the door. Just uh, a, oh, it's, it's a little boy called Tony. <laughs> I will haunt your dreams, my friend. The, uh... He's a real smug bastard in that film. Not not Tony E, but Tony. E Tony. <laughs> well,
1: I think it's a fairly good recommendation for me. The. Yeah. Um i think i saw the third didn't they do like a direct to video third one it's just a literally just an aliens rip off
2: yeah 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 i mean yeah, the whole yeah. thing is i mean so i did look up I, I watched it today for uh for reasons and yeah uh, I, I looked up the sequels and they've got no relation to the film at all
1: that's it yeah that's what i remember um, yeah, yeah
0: there was a real when, when did it come out it was 19
1: oh, i'm gonna say it's 19... 70s first one 81 maybe something like that
0: I must...
1: I remember it being in um starburst magazine and me going this looks fucking crazy. <laughs> back when I was just in it for getting yeah. Warrior Woman or Carolyn Monroe photographs back then, you know? Uh,
0: Eighty two. Eighty two. That's a good yeah. guess. Yeah. Mm. So there there was a real around that time as well, there was like the the big films that sort of sci fi films that came out and you the sequels were always usually like very rarely anything to do with them, weren't they? Even back even back then the sequels were kind Maybe of like, it's an exorcist what? too. Ugh. That's fucking mad. <laughs> yes, and also, also not good. Welcome to the Awesome Comics Podcast, everyone, where we'll be talking about comics, and, comics, and yes. general just having fun this week. Um, lovely Dan Butcher, he is having a well earned break. Um, and sex uh, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> out where's in that the... place he's
1: gone to? Is it called Hedonism? Is that the name of it? Yeah, I'm not yeah, sure. that's what it yeah. is.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, It's just off the end. Of yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. It's Hedonism Plus. because Swindon. Right there, yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. Uh, I'll I just stop myself from saying a lot of jokes. Anyway, welcome to the show, everyone. And of course, Tom has, I mean, the, the fourth Beatles jumped in and we're, we're here. He's, he's going to give us a little bit of a quiz. Oh, yeah, we cu- got a couple of questions. And Tom yeah. also gave us a bit of a comics challenge to read. Mm. Um, so mm-hmm. we're going to talk about some books as well. Which as we've, been t- but... we've
1: been chatting about haven't we, Tom? I've ripped yeah. through it, man.
0: I'm, I'm yeah. genuinely
2: chuffed. Genuinely good. chuffed. I Not only to...
1: did I read that comic about that character, I found that character in other comic companies as well. Interesting. And read them. That's really cool. Nice.
2: That's yeah, nice. So That's we'll nice. have a good chat about that. Yeah. It all yes. feeds in nicely. Yes, yeah.
0: because perhaps we will have... We'll be talking about a subject that I think we've skirted, we've talked a little bit about in the shows, but we're just going to focus a little bit on public domain a little bit as well. So yeah. it's a very interesting side of. Well, comics. if you live
1: in Turkey, you can make a film about fucking anything.
0: Yes. <laughs> about fucking oh. fucking anything.
1: Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen, there's, in fact, there's a Turkish Star Trek, there's obviously a Turkish uh, Exorcist. I think I've got a copy of the Turkish Planet of the Apes as well.
0: Okay. Yeah. Wow. VHS?
1: Uh, no DVD those yeah, yeah. oh well
0: wow. well wow. yeah. I I went out this weekend right we we just we just went out to the coast had a lovely day was all the pictures lovely G- just just yeah. genuinely enjoying some uh, time in Lyme Regis which is a beautiful place oh, yeah. and there's some <laughs> nice nice walks we had like a riverside walk and there was a bridge going over this like lovely babbling stream
1: Oh, it sounds beautiful and really? it was
0: beautiful and I looked down I thought there's a vhs tape in that water <laughs> and that was all i could think about i tried to i took a picture of it on my phone and i still can't figure out what it is i'll send it to you guys now, now. you got, you got me it...
1: driving away from lime
0: regis having thrown my sex tape away <laughs> yeah but there was it was it was sort of twofold. First, there was a shock of seeing a VHS tape just discarded into a river. The second was like, VHS. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, wow, yeah. wow. They're still around. I still own a lot of VHS tapes.
1: I'm just well, looking now, and I've got the uh, The Stranger Chronicles, and I've got the Spawn DV- uh, VHS animated series in, just in my eye line now. There you go.
0: Wow, wow. I mean, it, it's amazing. Isn't that just famous for fossils?
2: It is oh, indeed. Isn't it? Isn't yeah. indeed, isn't maybe
1: that's a new uh, new line? Yeah, maybe we're getting to the point now. <laughs> yeah. The VHS, maybe Betamax is a fossil. It maybe is, one day it is a bit of yeah. history.
2: It is a bit of history. Oh, that has that, got home movie written all over it. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next to Kit
1: Kat
0: <laughs> wrapper. This is like. some <laughs>
1: elaborate scam of Vince's because he <laughs> yeah. it's his tape.
0: Yeah, please, please, Betamax all the way. <laughs> anyway, yeah, quality as well. <laughs> Oh dear, why not vinyl came back?
1: Yeah, get on laser disc. Get yeah. you boning someone on laser disc. Oh, la-
0: laser disc. I remember I used to go into some shops and just marvel at the laser disc. Like, they... Who owns a player? <laughs> who owns a player? <laughs> who does? Welcome
2: to the uh, Awesome Comics Podcast. I <laughs> <laughs> <For> your device, are <laughs> <Me and me. laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I suck, oh, such stuff on floppy disc. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I had uh, I had the director's cut of Alien on floppy disk. 500 floppy disks that you <laughs> had to change. <laughs> it was worth it, though, wasn't it? It was completely yeah. worth it, especially <clears> for throat>
2: that throat> throat> noise it made whenever they loaded.
1: <laughs> I used to save loads of things I found. I remember I found that Dawn of the Superheroes thing that Alan Moore wrote on back in the old days. It took about 25 minutes to actually save it, you know, onto a disk. Yeah. <laughs> Oh dear! I've so still got the discs. I've just got yeah. nothing to play them on, and never will yeah. have.
0: No, yeah. but but now you lovely people are listening to this on—I uh, don't know, maybe in your spaceship. We don't know when you're listening when you're listening to this, but thank <laughs> you for listening spaceship. to the show. And uh, <laughs> and thank you as always to our lovely sponsors, Comic House. We're having so much yeah. of a fun chat. I literally just <laughs> forgot to do the ad. Think of the money, baby.
2: I was yep. holding off there because there was so many ways I, could, I was like, oh, should I tee it in? I was like, no, no, no. You should have done
0: it. it, Tom. Come no, on. No, it's okay.
2: <laughs> Don't help him, Tom. Don't help him. Let him no, do it's okay. it. Yeah, help us, yeah. Tony.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you do the... Yeah, that's true. I help out with the the uh, helps a
2: podcast out. Comic House. Oh, wow. Well
1: done, Tom. Nice oh, segue. H- who are they, Tom? Well, we've got... you yeah. H- well, yeah. H- well, Don't blame bully Tom.
2: There's a wide range of comics available on their site that you can get for a low, low price which I can't remember at this moment. I, um, I don't know, uh, Vince. What, what's been on Comic House recently?
0: Don't ask me that because Dan has the list and I never have the list. What you've done is you've totally pushed me under the bus. Done then. him. Done but him what I will say, <clears throat> they do have a feature section on the Comic House website. You should go there and check it out. And their digital app is basically on Netflix for comics. Only three pounds a month, Tom. That's the price oh. of it. Only three pounds a month, and you get that's, access that's a to coffee. A... yeah, it is, uh, <laughs> and you get access to an enormous library of digital indie comics. And uh, loads of games. I've got the ga- list in front of me. If you ha- want to have, a- have you really? Yeah. Go so uh, new
1: releases include the Long Game, Issue One, Viper, Crimson Dawn, Phantoms nice. of the Lake, and Colin Undead.
3: There
1: nice, nice. When Colin Undead is that the one by? <clears throat> uh, uh, yeah, Steve uh, M- Mukamaski, who's uh, a Slack member. There you go. Nice. Thank you, Steven.
0: Nice. So check out all of those comics and and more. Find out more about the wonderful world of small press that we talk about every week, and check out ComicHouse dot com. And thank you for them for their patience for this ad, which they probably thought was never going to happen. But um, <laughs> they trust us. Yeah, that was yeah.
2: Good I think people be happy at that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll print out the transcripts by almost
0: forgetting it. It was more professional than pretty yeah. much we kept them waiting. Go, yeah, people yeah, listening yeah. on their toes. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of being kept on our toes, oh. right, Tom always keeps us on our toes. Yeah, when he comes on this show, and as we said, we've got a quiz coming up. But first, Dan asked us a couple. Yeah, of Dan clutches. posed us some
1: questions, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. beyond yeah. the grave. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: back. Beyond the beyond the grave, yes. Yeah, and uh, once again, he was like, "Well, if I'm not going to be on the show, I'm still going to be a major part of this show." I oh, want you to say um, my voice. Say oh, oh, my name. Right say it. <laughs> yeah, say it. <laughs> say my <laughs> name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh dear. Nobody's ever done that. Done. Um there you go. There's, there's one for you done. Um but Tony, what did he what was the first one? Let's well he poses this two comments, questions
1: and okay. we're gonna we we're are going to break them up a bit. But the first one, um, which I have a conspiracy theory about, which I'm gonna elaborate in a minute, okay. Is Punisher predictions. What do you think Marvel is going to do with the upcoming character relaunch? and what do you think the
0: reader reaction will be now i have a massive conspiracy theory around this okay okay so and before we get into this yeah obviously recently um we have talked about the punisher a bit about or talked/vented slash vented, ranted what, whatever you want to call it and uh you know these are just our opinions and you've got your opinions as well um but we're going to go into this once again a little bit more and Tony take it I just thought I wanted to put that out there that, no 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 yes we're not talking about the same thing again and again and again every week no although we do love this, Punisher yeah the, we love um, him we love him
1: yeah I read Frankencastle today which is linked to something we're going to talk about later oh, I reread oh, that oh nice yeah. is that where you went yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's really, yeah. Cool. Mm. That's really um, cool so it was an obviously Frank who is our favourite Punisher um, has is now is in weird world babysitting some kids after his life was apparently ruined when he found out his wife didn't really love him was looking for a divorce you know just a uh, 12 issues in, in miniseries that kind of looked nice, and that's what it ended up with. But so they've, it was, I think we saw the announcement on Bleeding Call. Cool. Bleeding Call cool said, and I believe the title, uh, excuse me if I get this wrong from memory, was What All Marvel Fans Think of a Blonde Punisher. Yep. Do you remember that?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: knowing that Bleeding Call cool does have a lot of people who grass up stories to them, let's use that phrase, or inform them behind the scenes of stories that are coming up to stress the blonde Punisher I think they know something and it seems a strange thing to stress in a headline stroke news report I think think, yeah my conspiracy theory is Punisher's going to be a white supremacist Oh, because they don't want Punisher to be a good guy They want Punisher to be a villain. They've been very plain about that. They're trying to get rid of people looking up to the Punisher, like people in the forces and people in the police in America. So he can't be a hero. And with this sort of them just putting that little clue about Blonde in there just got me thinking, I think he's going to be a white supremacist kind of guy. Maybe linked to something like Hydra eventually or something
0: like that. Hmm.
1: Okay. My theory. But it's wild and apparently baseless, almost baseless theory, yeah, but that's yeah, my Yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah. I I will, um I'll play devil's advocate/ slash, um the opposition to that. Okay. <laughs> to yeah, that. go for it. Um part of the reason I think that something like that uh, which has certain merit to it, uh, as you stated there, um because Marvel are sort of creatively doing this. It would be an active choice from them, edit- editorially and creatively to to go that route, that creative that dark storyline because that would be a that would be dark as fuck that yeah. storyline. And personally in my opinion whether for good or bad, Marvel aren't that it's not the publishing house to to do that anymore. They don't they want... oh, do the Red
1: Skull's one, you see. Hydra's white supremacist, isn't it? Of right, of like but, right wing.
0: But they still sort of, you know... They, 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 they inherited they... those characters. Not inherited, but they Yes, the and they characters. have certainly tempered those and sort of knocked it... You know, and, and to take that as a... Like you say, the Red Skull, that's fair enough. But to give a character oh. their own comic... And to have that... I don't know that... whether it's
1: a comic or a miniseries at the moment. I don't I mean, even what, know if it's just within an event.
0: To give a title, <clears throat> you know, I mean, con- controversy, um, you know, they say no such thing as bad press, but that, that's ridiculous. But, yeah, that's you know, th- there would be a, a certain amount of clicks and there, th- the internet would obviously go wild if this was the case, Tony. Um, but I, but I, why th-
1: spend so much time basically um, fucking him up? And making him completely uncredible the, is the character they, we've all loved they, yeah to they, suddenly so quickly bring him back yeah or bring the character back the you know
0: but i i think i think it's purely down to the bottom line this is what i'm thinking the punisher that name makes money for them and if, if, it, if well it's i not, wonder whether there's been a,
1: there's been some kind of like marvel tv they've said what well, you've done what
0: well, I mean, he's you know, gonna, I, th- I think he's going to be in the Disney Plus series and stuff. I saw, like and that. I, yeah. I read yeah. something
1: about that. I'm not sure whether it was a, just a prediction or, or what, but yeah. you know, if he is and they're fucking they're yeah. killing
0: him off, they they're, they're fucking idiots. But then again, yeah. they've done it before and they, yeah. 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 So, you know, the publisher clearly didn't like that character that has built up this legacy. Yeah. And obviously, is is that character and whether you love him or, or you hate him or, or you know, think the story's fascinating or whatever it will be um the the current publishing house didn't like it got rid of it in a very poorly constructive creative way um in my opinion some bit was good i'd say well the (laughs) thing is looked good some of the story was nice you you and dan were reading it and i wasn't interested in it just immediately when they changed the logo um and (laughs) you know i haven't read any of this so i'm speaking on of things that i have no Real, you know, I can't say whether the book or I, I know how it ended from from the sounds of it. It was not very good, but I know you guys you enjoyed it to begin with, didn't you? The mm. the the hand story. I'd say mid midpoint we enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. And I think really I, another reason I didn't read it is because the hand just don't really in, interest me really. Ares was good then. in it. Ares um,
1: was a good uh, good character in it. I think that worked out quite
0: well. But I um, I, I think Marvel are ta- they're creating a new pun they're putting a new Punisher out there. Because if the name's not out there, there's no dollars being made, um, and this is just a suit talking. That we're not talking about the sales of comics, We're not talking about the fans. So let's just look at the bottom mm-hmm. line here. If the name's not out there, there's not, there's no, there's nothing being made from it. Um, so probably they were like, well, we don't like this Punisher. Let's get rid of this one. Let's create a new one that we can shape into the Punisher that but we want. But do you think they'll
1: make. make him a villain
0: then? I. <sighs> I, I I think he's going to go one or two ways. He'll be either more villainous or he'll be very diet. I don't think there'll be a mini What do you think? Yeah, I that? think you're right, man. So, yeah.
1: I, I just find the whole... Sorry to interrupt, Thomas. No, okay. When they're saying blonde punisher, I just kind of feel like they know something about it.
0: I think that's bleeding cool, just trying. I, it's also the, how can we create a Punisher that's so very different from the, uh, the original Punisher? Yeah, but there's Punisher. ways of
1: doing that, like female, you know, there's all sorts of ways of doing there that. Is. There is, and there was yeah. a female
0: Punisher that was fucking brilliant. There, there, there was, but the thing was is, if they,
1: the way things work, if it was a female Punisher, she wouldn't be a villain, I don't yeah. think. Mm-hmm.
0: No, but I I think also, <laughs> comics are very much sort of like, how can we make this different? Well, he had black hair, just give him blonde hair. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think know. I think it could be that simple. I don't. I honestly. I mean, I'll be I'll be surprised and probably scream "fuck you" if if your theory turns out to be correct, Tony. Yeah. Um, I. We that anyway. <laughs> yeah. Sure, yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, every morning, first thing I say. No. Um, <laughs> I just don't think they have thought that much about it. I just don't think I. I
1: to, to it's crea- come back very quickly. It's probably being created you know at least in the works while the 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 maxi series the 12 issue series was coming out yeah I think there's a plan there I think there's obviously this is just me fucking being conspiracy theorist and reading into things but there's definitely been some meetings where they've gone yeah we don't like the way his badge is being used yeah we don't like the way people are looking up to him we're gonna fucking cut his nuts off and make him look like a complete twat in this series and then we're going to send him off to be a babysitter but,
0: but I, and then I, we're I,
1: going to bring him back so when yeah. they say then we're going to bring him back somebody in that says well what would he be when he comes back then is he going to be a hero again and of course they can't say he will be no you see what i mean no. so he's got no. to be i mean there's there's you know there's a lot of um versions of the punisher in the marvel units like full killer who are um villains
0: mm.
1: you know who's the one that was killing all the villains in captain america um, oh, God. um you know one i mean yeah Killed them all in a bar, didn't he? And stuff like that. There are They do exist. Um, it's just sort of... You know, Deathstroke kind of is the DC version in a way, isn't he? You know. Was it um, Nuke? Deadshot. Was it
0: Nuke? The,
1: the... No, yeah. new, well, no. No, Nuke's kind of a soldier. In the, he's the ah. one with the paint face. Yeah, he'll yeah, yeah, yeah. come to me later. But yeah. yeah, I just think in that meeting, they must go, well, what are you going to bring him back as? And he can't... Well, I don't want people looking up to him anymore. We don't like that. We don't like the fact that, you know, police and um, snipers are looking up to him. God forbid... But you know.
0: I, I, I think they wouldn't, you know, they got rid of the Frank Castle Punisher because they didn't want the things associated with it. I don't think they would create a new Punisher and put negative things associated mm. with it for new people to follow. What do you think, Tom? I mean, we, we've just so, been ranting Raven. No, Monday. it's
2: okay, it's okay. I've been listening, uh, which is great on a podcast, yes, isn't it? Um, <laughs> you, uh, so when I, when I heard this headline, the first thing that came to mind was the controversy in the verse around Daniel Craig being Bond. Ah uh, yeah. And okay. that was a whole thing. When Daniel Craig was down to be bombed, all the red tops basically did had a you know, James Blands, James Blondes, that kind of those kind of terrible yeah. words. Yeah. yeah. And the the first thought that came to mind was like, oh, they're just gonna make him a spy. They're gonna make him like yeah. a, a shield spy. That was kind of the first thought that came to mind.
3: Mm.
2: Or like completely uh. completely in neutral in-, in the sense of like I think I think the last time you guys talked about this, you mentioned about how it'll just be stun guns or that kind of jazz. Yeah, yeah. I
1: hope not. They do look a bit like they could be something like that, don't they? Yeah,
2: but that was that was honestly the first look into to mind. It's just like, oh, they're gonna he'll be working for Shield now as a as a spy. And that, which
1: they've been, they've, Marvel have been very slow in putting a lot of the Punisher stuff onto the app. Mm. So, for example, there's um, Joe Kubert issues that aren't on there, mm. but they're on oh. Comixology, So they've clearly been created to be read digitally. Um but they're not on the app. I just find it their just behaviour around it is very shady to me. You know.
2: I mean I I really hope you're wrong, Tony, but it'd be a big step for that company to do something that controversial. Mm. Yeah. And that's I mean
3: Well,
1: yeah. But I'll
2: just think about like, you know, during all the, the BS rounds, the Hydra captains Captain America Hydra stuff.
1: Yeah, and, I get that, man. I just I just kind of think it's it, they've started it yeah to me yeah. you know um there's the I, I won't say stuff in the air but there's this stuff that i think sure yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: about it mm. i mean certainly uh, um we're Definitely intrigued by this series. Mm. Um, yeah, well, that
1: has got us intrigued. I will be
0: buying it. Yeah, I
1: buy every you kind, know, you know, Punisher, Punisher it, comic that comes out.
0: Maybe, yeah. maybe every issue he'll change his hair Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. right, okay. Just for just what for a do bit we of think fun. of a ginger Punisher. Yeah. Ginger right, Punisher. Yeah, just for a bit of fun, and this is just gonna this is fun and just us hypothesizing, and having a bit of creative fun, a bit of mm-hmm. creative fun. And what's more fun than creative fun? No, um, just. Backseat comic creator. Obviously, none of this is really probably going to be that serious, but you've got that Punisher there, right? You're behind the scenes. What's that Punisher that you that you would do? Do you know what I mean? You, you've Frank Castle is is gone. This new guy is there. What's your pitch for? Okay, here's a different style of Punisher.
1: I don't. I don't. Genuinely, don't think it's broken. I, I just oh. want Frank back. Um, mm-hmm. I think he was a force of nature. They'd built up this reputation. Um, I think maybe in the Max version he's better, he's more realizable.
0: I I, I, think. Th- I think the Garth Ennis version is it, for me is one of the yeah. ultimate versions. Mm-hmm. Apart from apart from a few six one six absolutely classic storylines. Yeah, a um, lot of, there's a lot of good stuff done in there. Baron yeah, did some great stuff. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, the Max, I would you know take him away. From like the bigger stories and stuff like that, and just make him just make it a small level book. Do you know what I mean? Just uh, just make it a fucking just a vigilante, yeah. Like like a dirty gritty. It's not pleasant. He's going after fucking the the worst of the worst. You know. It probably make it. You know, for a lot of people, it might be an uncomfortable read because he's taking out truly horrible people. Like for instance, you take the yeah. the slavers storyline. Mm. Jesus. If you read I read, that. His, I
1: read his first appearance today, funny enough. Oh. The Spider Man issue. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really, really strong. You, you can yeah. see why he was one of the few characters for a period of Donkey's years that really hit and could maintain his own series, character. I mean those those characters are few and far between. I mean, yeah. what characters have come in the last twenty or thirty years that are that iconic can carry multiple series in a month? You know, Venom, Miss mm. uh, Marvel, not Miss Marvel. Yeah, Miss Mar- yeah, Marvel. I mean, who
0: else has come out? I'm sort of certain it's Deadpool. Yeah. You know, there's a few, but not many, are yeah. there? Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, I would think if you were going to go in a complete, you know, if this guy was a completely different. I mean, I, there's part of me that quite likes the spy angle you've got, Tom, that you said, Tom, uh, you know, but take that, but crank it up to, you know, like when you see those TV shows like Person of Interest, when there's, there's, you know, he'd, he'd have a team with him. He'd have a microchip. You know, he'd have all these other people. And they're basically just going off on their own. And they're doing these things. And they're taking out these people that no one else can touch. You know, the equalizer kind of stuff. No one else can touch them. And these people just sort of take them out. But take them out. Not just, uh, I don't know, stun them and give them a lollipop. No. Uh, it, it would be like... They, See, they... I don't think he can work for a government agency because...
1: no. no. And that's he why can't. I, he won't take yeah. orders. He can't yeah. take orders. He, he's mm-hmm. got to kill people. They won't let him kill everyone yeah. he wants to kill. You know? That's
0: that's uh, that's what I'm getting from that. He's an ex-Shield agent, isn't he? This this new guy, isn't he? He's not mm. working for Shield. He's um... yeah. I think he's an
1: ex one, isn't he? Yeah. 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 That's fine.
0: I t- I tell you mm. what. What though, guys? It's makes me. I'm gonna check the first issue out, and I don't normally. Yeah. Read that well, we decided Marvel we're gonna comics. read, don't we? Yeah. So, so... we've got
1: Castle Watch at the moment, haven't we? So. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah uh not the nathan fillion show uh not no wrong with that. that was rubbish in the last series <laughs> <laughs> most main uh mainstream shows are though aren't they they no. fell
1: out with that lady didn't they they
0: fell out yeah, uh, that, okay. that, yeah. but yeah i mean tom like listening to the show as we've as, we, as we've talked and ranted about the punisher um how, what have, your, what have your thoughts been on it? Because you, you don't have so much of a history with the character.
2: No, 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 no. I, I to be honest I read uh Punisher Max after hearing Dan talk uh, Wax the roof about it so many times,
3: mm.
2: and then kind of you know dipped into various Punisher series. But I think a bit like yourself, I, I prefer him small scale. Yeah, I say small scale, but you know what I mean, like it's 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 like Daredevil, you know, what I mean, like it's like street level crime. Yeah, that's kind of where I think he shines as a as a character, or like you know, as a recovering war vet, and that kind of jazz. Um, yeah,
1: killing mob bosses—that's what I want him to do exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah more yeah, yeah. bosses I mean, and rapists, and you know, that, these um, sort of people. Do
2: you know that 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 comic Dan showed uh, the Posies one? That's oh, a, the one. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like that's yeah. spot on, right? That just yeah. that exactly exemplifies what the character mm. can be should should be like. You know, small. It's not big end of the world stuff. It's small scale stuff where it makes. It makes things better yeah but by doing horrible things to get there
1: real real world batman yeah mm-hmm.
2: yeah, 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 yeah yeah exactly exactly um yeah. so i mean I, i'm well
1: he comes from it he actually i mean he's, he's, the inspiration they're quite open about this aren't they is that it comes from the executioner the mac Boland series of books um oh, right, really? and they, they yeah massively riffed on it and totally admitted it. To his, i think it don pendleton wrote them i think he was even in on it i think they look we're going to do this um and there's i think there's about 350 of those books of which i've read about 50 and that's basically the punisher you know there's one versus you know the tongs one versus the mafia you know this sort of thing you know
0: Mm.
1: it's not a bad run of books and yeah if you like just hearing about machine guns
0: and you know and it hit around the time of like like death wish yeah big big, time yeah yeah. i
1: think big time i think death wish was inspired by it to be Mm. fair yeah. yeah
0: Yeah, it's hmm. fascinating times. Um, hmm. It is, yeah. You know, it's, it's, um, it's, it's yeah. It's sh- interesting
2: what they do with it. So yeah.
0: Got, uh, I mean, do something interesting. The, the teeth—that's the best way to say it, Tom. Because like, currently, there's certain certain storylines or certain creative um, directions that don't feel like they've got any teeth. It's just no. nothing, nothing <laughs> yeah. but gum, or like silly uh, choices. So the fact that there is going to be a Punisher series is very interesting. So I hope the production team have been, uh, have got their obviously their minds in the right places, and they give us a, if they give us an absolutely killer book, we'll we'll eat hats, eat crow. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, yeah. And also be very happy doing it I'll be I mean, over, I'll be over the moon yeah.
1: if it's good. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um And it would be a very, I mean, picture this: a very interesting scenario where if this book isn't, this isn't, this is a long shot. This, if you bet on this, this would be a very. <laughs> Very high odds. But if this book was so amazing that there was people going, Actually I don't need Frank back for a while can you imagine mm. that if this book was I'll, like I'll go punish her on their asses if they say that. <laughs> <laughs> but just imagine if you felt yourself saying it, Tony. What would you think about yourself?
1: Honestly, come around my house, give me a good slap.
0: <laughs> there you go, <laughs> listeners. Can I remind
1: everyone that uh, Castle Watch began on the twenty third of July? And it's still ongoing.
0: There you go. Are we going to get a weekly update, of that yeah, yeah, and the date's
2: not going to change. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, still nothing. Is it's still going to be out of on 23rd. Yeah, <laughs>
0: um, yeah. So yeah, fascinating times. Do we want to do? Um, let's do the the second question first before the. Quiz, oh, it's the beginning. Like, it, okay? The second question. Cool. Yeah. So yeah. the
1: second question posed by Dan Butcher, um, with social media in some turmoil. What is the most effective way of getting your comic in front of people you want to read it?
0: Now we already had like a 10-15 minute discussion about yeah. this before yeah. we even started the show, because there was a point where I just thought. So I set a timer for this one. Yeah, yeah. Go yeah. For it. Go
1: on. um, let's do. T- let's have ten minutes.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, I th- it, and as as we were saying before the show, it's in a real weird social media, which has been a staple for promotion. For independent comics for the past ten years, must mm-hmm. yeah, ten years because this show's eight years old, and this uh, this this show pretty much only exists because of Twitter. Fact. Yeah, fact X. I think you call it X uh, now. X, copyright. N- n- no, you, you can X my balls. we uh, <laughs> <laughs> please talk about that later. Please don't. <laughs> um, but you know, f- f- and there's for all the positives, but there's just the past few years has just gone really downhill. Mm-hmm. Um. Certainly, with obviously platforms changing, new platforms popping up, everyone jumping to different platforms, then jumping back to the platform because the platform they've jumped from jump <laughs> to can't handle yeah. it, etc., etc. There's so many now that I think it's it's too much noise. I think that one of the problems that I think in terms of marketing, this there's too many channels on the TV. Does that yes. make sense?
2: Yeah, spot on.
0: Yeah. Um, awesome. The reason, like back in the day it was like oh this show at Christmas got 34 million viewers well, of course it did there was only three channels there was absolutely nothing <laughs> else there was yeah. nothing else to watch we um, were now, just talking about an episode of Blue Peter, yeah, weren't we yeah, yeah. Um, and even if like I mean social media is also exhausting and tiring and just doing to do it and to do it successfully in terms of a marketing you have to be constantly doing you've got to be switched on it's a full time job almost in itself Mm -hmm. if you want to go down that route Um, but then to have it on lots of different and that's just on one platform to have it on lots of different platforms is is entirely a completely different game and also some of those platforms aren't established yet I don't I honestly I don't know where we are right now for instance I kind of want to leave Twitter. That's you know there's going to be a point where I'm going to be like I just I just don't I I'm not going to do it anymore. I can't do it anymore. Oh mate, I
1: was having a conversation with a, a, probably one of the best well-known writers in comics and um they they used the phrase um Twitter is just nasty now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And they're not wrong. Yeah, they're not. Um but for um, certainly creative projects, if you want to know, if you want people to know what you're doing, there, there has to be an avenue. There has to be a corkboard to pin your flyer to, if that makes sense. In the simplest terms, you know, um, where is it? Would you do you t- turn up at a party and realise you're one of only five people in a room? Do you know what I mean it's yeah, 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 so therefore who's going to listen? It's I mean, is it
1: mailing lists? Well, that seems to have come yeah. back round, doesn't it? I yeah. I don't know how many, because I'm on probably 20 sub stacks and there's probably only 10 of them I read. I don't know why mm-hmm. I'm on the other ones. You know, um, yeah, I don't know. It's,
0: there's a real value it's... to them, I think, but mm-hmm. with a following. I mean, guys, right now, a new creator, if you're listening, hello. Um, go back to our back catalogue. There's loads of great tips here. Um mm-hmm. A new creator, just about to launch their new comic book. They have just about, you know, they've made their comic book and all of a sudden they've got to market it. They've got a you know, they've got to get in the game. They've got to get in the rat race of doing this. Mm-hmm. And it's almost at the worst possible time to do it because everything's on fire. What advice, yeah. what, what advice do you give them? Because they I mean, want, I think they it... want to have a following for a mailing list, that's not, that's not really No, important. I think you're right, I man.
1: I think that counts with everything. I think you've got, to, you've got to be prepared to take a bath on the first couple of things you bring out. I think it's always having a chat with someone about this around Kickstarter yesterday. Actually, we were talking about um you have to have a reputation, you know, reputation fol- following to get a book out, and you, no one trusts the first release on a Kickstarter you know or very fewer people put it that way fewer people trust the first release on a kickstarter and i think you need you need to have a following in some way and that that be whatever it is these days it has to be a combination of a little a lot of things i mean we've all seen businesses that base their whole promo you know i mean comics businesses and other businesses who base all their promos on a single social media site whether it be facebook or twitter seems to be the two favorites sure. and if you're just basing it on twitter Into a little clique of followers that you've got, it's going to fail. There's no two ways about it. Mm. You have to you have to be prepared to be across so many different things. And I feel like we're getting to the point now where a lot of comics promo is turning into almost like a begging profile these days. You know you you've you've got to be reputationally um how do I put it you got you got to have a reputation that stands out first. For a good product and the only way you can do that is from getting a sleeper hit which don't which won't pay the mortgage
2: yeah yeah, yeah. no you're yeah. absolutely right and then yeah. even if you look at things like reddit for example yeah like there's an idea of like, oh we'll go on, like reddit's uh should be an even playing field yeah a, it should be a meritocracy right the cream should rise to the top but that's not the case at all in terms of like timing yeah. and how you put things out from there, it's a, it's tricky. It's incredibly hard. I
1: mean, how many how many times have we seen like a creator come out of the, the gate red hot? You know, contacting everyone, super enthusiastic, doing tables at every convention, reaching out to everyone, only to see maybe two three years down the line, they kind of disappeared. Yeah,
2: the, the, you know, there's an energy need to keep doing that, right? Yeah, there's an energy need to keep that up into every every cycle. You know, like. You make the damn
0: thing
1: and then you've got to sell it. Yeah. yeah. I'm 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 shit at it, Tom. I'm or I'm awful at it. I don't really care. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think I don't think sure. I care enough about I don't wanna be that selling my soul for mm. sales. Yeah. I don't do it for that reason. And I think you can do it, you know, you can do that, but it can be a little cringe. that what I would rather do is people see my comic and they like it and They'll buy it, and there'll there'll be a word of mouth spread, and mm. the next one will get a few more, and the next I mean, one will I get mean, a few word more. Of, word of mouth know. is
0: always hugely important, yeah. anyway. I mean, you know, the recommendation section of the show. Halftime, I'm I'm picking something off my shelf because I'm like, you should read this; it's well good. And that's certainly how I've read a lot of books that people have talked about on this show. I'm like, oh, I need yeah. to get that. I've bought it and I've read it's it. Best possible thing, yeah. Um, yeah. but there is. I mean, that's... Obviously, you don't want to do that, Tony, and you, you don't want to... I mean, no. um You don't want to go that route. And certainly for your type of comics as well... It's kind of productive, I think, for the kind, kind of, kind of, sort of yeah. rebellious yeah. comic yeah. we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but there are uh, for other creators, they need to get out there. Do you know what I mean? Because also, like, especially with, like, Phalp, you know, the, and the name is mentioned and the, the contacts have been made through social media, which has allowed you to get to a certain point... Where you've been able to uh this gonna sound disgusting. <laughs> you've been able to drop the seed. There you go. And and it's since grown. Grown to the point where you don't need to water it anymore because the plant's gonna grow by yeah. itself. No, that's, I think that's
1: the case with me, man. I do yeah. I do yeah. think that. I mean yeah. and I'm not saying all social media is bad because we've made our bones on social media. Yeah. I think I think it is very polarizing now, yeah. embarrassingly so. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's, you have to be careful. Yeah. You know.
0: It's in a bad place and you know, we hope that you 're using it in a wonderful way, and certainly but like, for,
1: for your mental health, yeah. get off social media yeah. mm-hmm. I yeah. cannot stress that enough, yeah, yeah, you know not just me saying it, professionals are saying it, yeah,
0: yeah, you know. um, mix that with the um like the tiktok generation and that that side yeah. of social media and stuff, and that being a a viable avenue for people to get followers and to market stuff that 's a whole other avenue that. I just well, I just won't do, I can't do yes, I don't it's know. It's, I, a, it's a it. whole avenue of
1: stupid that yeah. we can't bring ourselves to get
0: involved with <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's too much like hard work and doing this shows hard enough <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um so but if you if you out there have got like a certain you know route that you that you're good at and you like doing, then more power to you if you can use it to your advantage and you've gained a following. Then create those things like um, newsletters, substacks, create those you know, when you've got the following because and I think there's a certain wisdom to if you've got a following, obviously keep giving them stuff so they keep following you. Um but also prepare something for when that boat you're on sinks <laughs> and I'm talking <laughs> about I'm talking about X here. If you're if you're yeah. putting all your eggs in that basket the basket isn't going to be there forever. You need to plan for when for the end to come. There's, there's nothing
1: more dishonest than people who are go on on X, going this is terrible. Elon Musk's a bastard. You know this sort of thing. Yeah. Oh, by the yeah. way, have you bought my new comic? I'm like, it's the most dishonest thing in the world. If you if you hate the the net, it's just a fucking thing on your phone. Leave it alone and come off yeah. it. Yeah. Nobody cares. Yeah. I mean, we we've said this before. It doesn't matter how many times we put this podcast on. Twitter, it makes not a jot of difference. Look at the custard episode, you know, it did really <laughs> well. <And> we <laughs> called it the custard episode. Yeah, yeah. And we we do come from, um, you know, a, we do benefit from having, you know, made our bones early, and and we are very, you know, we we do like the fact that that's how we did it and we do you know we really do enjoy having the following we have but it's it's a whole different ballgame now
0: it is it's changed yeah. so much you know i it used to be social media was definitely a go-to for me for contacting creators contact uh, finding out new things i i would love scrolling through and discovering a new bit of art and like posting it in certain way certainly sometimes we do send we still send links to each other going check this out this page is yeah. fucking ridiculous oh, we just uh, um, reached 10
1: minutes just to let you know
0: Oh, right. Well, we... and, and, and <laughs> we that's it. That, that, that's the conversation. Uh, no. Yeah.
1: Um... <laughs> I think. I think. Be if you're going to be promotional on any social media, um, be positive and be conversational, and be that's prepared it. to promote it to anyone. Yes. The amount of fucking people I see go on social media—they're new to comics. You, they know who they are, and they'll go. And they—the first thing they'll say, rather than promoting their comics, is they'll go, "I hate Gate because they're trying to make friends on one side. Nobody fucking cares, mate, in the wide world. Nobody fucking cares.
0: And also, I mean, you you want to
1: sell your comic to Joe Public, they don't give a fuck. All you do is distancing people. Maybe not just comics gay people, but people who think you're just a petty twat.
0: You know what I mean? There's uh, um, something to be said as well. For instance, um, there are creators who like to to be published by, you know, proper publishers. Yeah, well, they're they're going to look at their their history. The publishers are just going to go on your, your timeline and have a look and then just think actually maybe not you but, this bloke's starting an argument in an empty room again yeah. we don't want to deal with them yeah yeah
1: yeah so, i can tell you i can tell you mate 100 percent from my experiences in comic companies that is completely true
0: yeah yeah, yeah. Be productive. If, we're, if we're
1: gonna if no bro are going to take a person on they look at their social media history
0: yeah yeah
1: no two ways about it
0: which um certainly if you're starting out with your comics journey just you know i mean most uh, our listeners and usually spot on and certainly part of the Slack community is a wonderful and uh, Mm -hmm. just welcoming I mean you'll get some hits on your
1: Kickstarter by being on there I can tell you that now
0: Yeah, yeah, and certainly tips as well and conversation so Mm. um, we always put a shout out to join the Slack community but certainly get in touch with us because there's a wonderful group of people on there from all over the world who just love comics just love talking about comics Mm. you know Um, but yes it's it's a fascinating well yeah, rant over. I think rant, rant, and pontification over. Because I thank you. I, I was really proud of using that word then. Um, yeah. But I think it's. I don't know. It's. It seems like a dark time for social media at the moment. You know, yeah. it does. It does feel like mm. that. Um, and and I will say, <laughs> I don't know where to go does that make sense I might just sack it all off and just do Instagram so I can post pictures of my cats and that's why it. I like Instagram you know, I like yeah. your cats yeah yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just pictures of comics of my dog yeah man.
3: yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> that's not bad that's yeah not that's, bad, why, that's not bad social media a- I like
1: Instagram because it's pictures of the time Tom met a donkey on the way home from a
2: convention yeah
1: that was a good it's day
2: a good, it was a good donkey <laughs> good day good donkey
1: Vincent's have standing there. I said, oh, we've had a message from Tom. It's uh, a picture of him with the donkeys, mate, on the way <laughs> home. <laughs> <laughs> that's,
0: donkeys. Yeah, a...
2: that's, what li- that's what living in Bristol's like. You just walk home and meet a donkey. Donkeys <laughs> are great. have <laughs> taken. Yeah, yeah, you're all good to go.
0: Yeah. How do you feel about fully grown horses, Tom?
2: I'm uh, not as far, frankly. No. Not a fan. Uh, not a, a fan. Bit, no. A bit pretentious, <laughs> aren't they? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. But posh people, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> also do
0: old people have donkeys. <laughs> donkeys and bones. People live in Bath. Yeah. They've got horses in Bath, <laughs> yeah, they haven't they? Yeah. yeah. I can say that because I don't live in Bath anymore. Right. Um, <laughs> right. right. Who, who out there is ready to have some fun? Oh, we've got a quiz. We have got yes. a quiz. Tom, Tom came fully loaded. Yeah. Um, yeah. With a quiz this week, and it's going to tie into a little bit of a conversation. It will inspire... on both our books, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah, um, yeah. There's a, it'll be a tie into some recommendations we to have later. But I think we'll have a little bit of a chat just after this quiz as well because it's something we haven't talked about. And Tom, just key us in. What is this quiz? So the
2: quiz is called public domain or public indecency. <laughs> 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 so, I, 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 I thought I wasn't going <laughs> to laugh. I thought I wasn't going to laugh. <laughs> So, uh, in the style of quizzes that uh, we do quite often on the ACP, uh, I have got a list of 10 characters. Uh, some of them are in the public domain, and some of them are either made up or they're not in the public domain. Uh,
0: okay.
2: So we'll go, basically, we'll alternate between Vince and Tony. Who's going to go first? Shall, and... I do the, shall I do
1: the, um, the points?
2: Oh, I, I, if you can, that'd be great. Thank you. Yeah, okay. Uh, so I'm going to say the name of the character, and then we'll start with uh, Vince, and then you can go domain or indecency, and then we we'll just go okay. back and forth that way. All okay. Right. So...
0: Okay. Uh, we're
2: starting off number one, Vince. Yeah. Red B.
1: Red B. Red B. Oh, indecency. Okay. Uh, Tony. What's, uh, it's, uh, uh that's um, still licensed because it's just a bit in DC comic. There is a so you're going to
2: indecency.
1: Yeah, so it's still licensed. Is that right? So it's still in.
0: Yeah. So so it, yeah, yeah. So it's not public domain. So it's indecency. No, it's
1: not. Not. Oh right, indecency. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Unfortunately, there is a version of Red V that's in public domain. Oh, okay. Really? Oh, yeah. he's, he's, he's pulled our trousers, both our trousers down. I said, oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Which one? <laughs> Which one? Uh, <laughs> that's
2: okay. We can do this now. We can do it. I've got more way to go. Uh, it is uh, Rick Reilly. It's the,
1: the one in the Peacemaker comic. That's a, that's really, that's a bit of a spoiler for SG3, by the way. Um, okay
2: he's a pre- original production of Publishers Quality uh, he's got a belt with a B in there called Michael
1: yeah that's the one that's the one in the DC comic
2: and he is all, apparently he's also in the public domain as well oh is that why
1: he's they've from... used him cheeky bastards oh, I don't know yeah the um, what did you say on that one V Indecency uh,
2: oh so we both
1: said the same thing on that one yeah Yeah. okay
2: the version I've got is in, in domain but I'm, yeah I see now this quiz might be a bit more tricky
1: than I realise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm regretting what I've done now. Yeah, he is, um, uh, he is Peacemaker's probation officer, who in the issue three of Peacemaker, whatever the new one is, he uh, he sort of appears and says, oh, I'm good at fighting because I'm, I'm actually this character.
0: Oh.
1: And then Peacemaker says, what, do you, can you call on a swarm of bees? He says, no, I've just got one in my belt buckle. Yeah, it, it's, it, well. okay. it's not
0: unheard of though for bigger than to use, yeah, yeah, yeah use. okay, mm. yeah. So uh, number two, yeah, uh, Tony, you'll start this one,
2: okay. Jack Jackrabbit. Jack Rabbit, hmm, mm,
1: it's interesting. I'm gonna say, <laughs> I'm gonna say domain,
0: domain. Oh, I'm gonna say domain as well,
2: core. Cool. It's Indecency. It's the name oh, of a dildo. Oh,
0: okay.
3: <laughs> what? <It's cool>. <laughs> <laughs> what the actual fuck?
1: I heard the worst story about a dildo online this week. You want me to tell you it? Keep it to yourself. Okay.
0: Until uh, after.
2: <laughs> okay, number three.
0: Yeah. Jimmy Bear. Jimmy Bear um, domain. Domain, beautiful.
2: Domain, domain. Oh, both right. It is in public domain. <laughs> oh. No. Jimmy Bear was a Navajo youth, a fast and nimble runner. He appeared in Fantastic Fears number no. four in
1: 1953. Wow. Okay. Uh, Indigenous next. people, superhero, like that. Yeah.
2: Hmm. Uh, Plucky Duck.
1: Oh, um, who's it? The me? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to
0: say Indecency. No, oh, fuck. I was going to say Indecency. I'm going to say Indecency as well. You're, you're both right. I made oh. it up. <laughs> Could be a and, sex toy. And, and, and... <laughs> Isn't there a... There's a oh, I'd love there's it a... if all of the ones you made up yeah, were sex a... toys. Yeah.
1: I've got a thing there's a plucky Duck in an issue of Rip Off Press or something. Oh. Rings a bell. Like an underground comics character.
0: Okay. Okay. But no, then, right but, yeah
2: okay uh, uh next uh Vince will starting this one okay green llama uh domain
0: yeah domain.
1: that's um a domain
2: it is domain yeah it is domain uh yeah you recently
1: used in uh, valiant comics i used it oh,
2: there you go mm. okay number six Daredevil <laughs>
1: Uh, now, which one are you talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a lot. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: One is and one isn't. That's the right. yeah.
2: Uh, I was going for Bart Hills' level.
1: Yeah, that's the one that appears in Savage Dragon. So that is um domain.
0: Oh, well, I'm going to say domain then. If, yeah, uh, <laughs> is, just answered it for me. Uh,
2: number seven. Yeah. Little
0: Dicky. Oh, oh uh, domain.
1: Domain. Yeah, it sounds like an old comic, doesn't it? It's got to be domain.
0: Unfortunately,
2: it's indecency. He's a rapper. Oh. Oh, he's okay. a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> going, for, uh, going for references, you enough to hand.
1: I'm a big fan of rap music. You know me. I do. I do. It's
2: a, he's Why a terrible you... rapper. Uh, yeah. Okay. What
0: was that so? I think there's further questions to be asked to you, Tom, about that. That's let's carry That's
2: on. Uh Number eight: uh the cursed cougar.
1: me this one isn't it yeah
2: there's you
1: cursed cougar there is a there is a a cougar character in spider-man so i'm gonna say it's licensed
2: okay so indecency i'm gonna
0: say domain tony's right oh Mm. Uh, was it a spider-man was it a spider-man character it was, yeah. We Remember
1: we talked about it in Back Issue a few weeks ago when I was talking about Back Issue magazine. Yeah, oh,
0: okay. Yeah. I've got
2: to say, researching this quiz, there was a lot of uh, colour than animal. <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're
2: looking for yeah. A, a... Yeah. Uh, okay, last two. Uh, I think Tony... Tony, are you stressing this one or is it...
1: Uh, no, it's Vince's one. Vince, this one.
2: Yeah. Uh, Vince Withy. 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 Whiffy. Whiffy? spell it. W-H-I-F-F-Y. Whiffy. Um, domain okay, public domain, Tony.
1: I think you made it up in
2: decency. That's uh, domain. Oh, oh, back, there, in there the gangsta- back, back in the game, back in the game. This is a, <laughs> it's a decider. We're five, five each. Last question. They're a gangster who's dressed in drag. Uh, ah. and finally, uh, Tony to start off with in this last yep. one, purple pussy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: decency, I guess.
0: Oh. I'm just, gonna, uh, just, just. There's got to be a winner, Domain. Okay, well, Tony wins it. <laughs> oh,
2: with uh, the purple person slipping over the line. Yes, but <laughs> Tom, where's that from? where's that from I I mean I just again I, I, I see the
0: idea he's stammering a bit much we need to ask him off air where he's getting all these names that was a nail biter that one it was good it was
2: alright yeah. it was a close run thing that
0: one I mean to be honest I wanted to go in decency but I thought there's got to be a winner so. No, I appreciate it. I appreciate yeah. it nonetheless. Well done, Tony. Yeah, you had but, to go for the other one, didn't you, V? I think that was the wise yeah, choice, there, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, win or
1: win or, win or lose. You know, win or lose. It's got yeah. the other way, Yeah,
0: yeah. But public domain uh, characters are fascinating, really, um, because, gents, when does a character become public domain?
1: I don't know the legality of this is anymore. It, is it I remember reading about this years ago. So, it yeah, it depends. Country. Yeah. So okay.
0: you can
2: you can release your characters into the public domain at any point. So, for example, you could Vince, you could take the Red Mask on Mars and release them into the public domain tomorrow under okay. like a Creative Commons license. Uh, from a timeline point of view, I believe again it varies on country. Fifty years is kind of like the um, it's fifty or eighty years, unless the license gets renewed.
1: Yeah, and there's okay. the satire rules different in each country as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's one of the reasons certain places can do. You know, like Mad Magazine worked, for example. Although got, you know, there was a number of attempts at suing them, and you know, porno satires are massive, aren't they? Or were for a while,
2: mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, gone. Sorry. No, no, you carry on. No, I was going to say it just it varies drastically, frankly. And it's a, mm. uh, I mean, th- there is a there is a nice, I mean, even just that conversation just then about Red B, for example. Mm. Like yep. there are versions of Red B that are in domain. There are versions that that will be in the Peacemaker. You know, yeah, in the Peacemaker comic. So different character again,
0: and, c- and certainly because they're in public domain, that doesn't mean that bigger publishers can't use them, does it? No, far from they it. They I don't can, know. Yeah, no. I mean,
1: them. Daredevil's been used in a color. You know that that version yeah. of Daredevil's been used in color places. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and it, but it's also fascinating on uh, other levels because there's, it's also down to I guess the author and the author's estate and stuff like that. For instance, I mean, how i mean conan would conan move into the public domain at any point or has it or i don't
1: know i think there's a lot of rules this is us talking out our asses yeah, isn't it, yeah, yeah. But all of the... this
0: it will be by the way it's yeah.
1: about maintaining and remaining in print is a big thing isn't it as well yeah yeah you know the people people are brought back to maintain the license you know yeah
0: yeah and certainly with um Obviously, with Disney and and the likes, you know they've they've only just recently let go. I mean, things like Winnie the Pooh, etc., and stuff like that, or is it that they yeah, essentially let go. Of like that version, it's
2: always like versions of it, right. It's not yeah. even the um, it's a version of Winnie the Pooh, it's a version of Mickey Mouse. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's affected my reading habits massively because of the Master of Kung Fu issues. So, mm-hmm. Master of Kung Fu was always this, you know, we'll never get a fucking reprint, you know, sort of thing. I treasure my, you know, 115 whatever it is issues and um and then they managed to get the license so they brought out reprints in epic collections and omnibus collections and you know various other collections of all the sax roma characters who perform the role of the background characters in um the master of kung fu series so his father was fu Manchu and you know the mi6 agents etc and you know clive reston all these sort of characters however from whatever happened I, i don't know what happened but marvel let the license go again Meaning all the comics disappeared off the app. They won't be reprinting the omnibus, et cetera. They won't be reprinting those issues again. There is some discussion as to whether it was let go because the bloke who stars in the Marvel movie as Master of Kung Fu said that he won't read those comics because they're racist. I would probably argue the opposite with that, to be fair. As a young white kid living in London, I look—you know—they he was my favourite character. You know? um, so I don't—I don't think. I think that sort of copyright issue is a massive impact on my comic collecting. It's a weird one. <clears throat> I looked on the app just out of curiosity the other day to see what Master of Kung comic Fu Comics said, and there's a, a single issue from that run remains.
3: Mm. And I
1: think they've just made a mistake and haven't taken it out. Mm.
3: Um,
1: it's just weird. Yeah. You know.
0: It, I mean, public domain's fascinating um, from a indie and small press um, side of things as well, because... Yeah, how many how many um issues have we seen of different characters that you know that that creators can because sometimes it's it's the it's the genesis of a character is I've certainly looked at lists and thought oh what could I do with that you know yeah. there's certain I ones you're like oh can you take a name that may have already been created i don't know it was only printed once in 1915 or something and turn that into something you know it's it's the genesis for a, a bigger idea yeah. and that's happened so many times in indian small press um not always i mean the the ones that i always that come to mind not necessarily small press but i know uh for instance dynamite uh being they yeah. they do lots <coughs> don't they with um is it dynamite they've got like the what's vampirella what's...
1: red Sonia yeah. the superpowers um, yeah 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 Who, they've had those... Doc savage and the shadow
0: and all sorts yeah. of things yeah 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 and are, are all of those public domain, or no, not all of them. No. But they're they I'm always I always think of the, the superhero characters that are usually Alex Ross covers. What's the ones I'm thinking of? Oh, uh, like the Spider. Yeah, and things like that. The that, Shadow. Yeah, yeah. Th- mm. There are. They've made a lot of books about those sort of characters, and they are in lists of public domain characters. Some of them too. are really good. I'd yeah. say. Mm. Yeah. yeah
1: um doc savage one of my favorite comic characters ever and i love the bulbs as well but yeah you know it's a weird one isn't it i think it, there's some creators who you know very hold very strongly onto their characters but it, i always always think of people like michael moorcock who basically said you know he's quite open to people you had the saga and the man elf at one point you know yeah. which was a comic series and he was quite open to that He was very into that and i think he pulled back a bit on that later on oh well you look at someone like bob dylan who's quite happy for people to cover his records you know
3: yeah
1: um Depends as well on the who created it. I think as to how, how it's dealt with elsewhere. But I think some very old um, characters, you know, are still gripped quite tightly by whoever owns the license. You know, we, mm. we talk about, I don't know about uh, Conan for example, or I think Tarzan is, it applies as well. You know, and even TV series like the Six Million Dollar Man and stuff like that. Now, you know, you have to buy the license to bring it out. You know, I
2: mean, sure, like Holmes for example is the famous one. Yeah, Where the family mm. will uh, incredibly litigious to the point. Right. Of. The point of ruining it almost,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: Um, but then, like, you know, you've got a character like Zoro, for example, like is in the public domain, yeah. Anyone can make a Zorro comic, it's got, and there's kind of, there's a there's freedom in that, right? Yeah, yeah, like Dracula,
1: yeah, yeah. Like Dracula,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, ha- I mean, Dracula's is pro- I would say, maybe the most popular comic character in terms of public domain, wouldn't you say? There's everyone's, yeah, it well character. Yeah, um, yeah, it could yeah, well be. be. From the mainstream to all of the indies, and there's always retellings of that book.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It seems yeah. like every year on Kickstart you'll see a, a beautiful new retelling of Bram Stoker's Dracula, won't you? Yeah. It's a
2: very good point. It's a really good point, actually.
0: Mm. Um, there is a, um, there's a site, comicbookplus.com. Right. Um, which is um, as they say, an absolutely massive site where every day is party day. We love it when every day is party day. <laughs> um we are this is what they say, we are the original and still the premier site to read and download Golden and Silver Age comic books. Plus we also hold a large and growing selection of comic strips, pulp fiction, old time radio and lots more. The even better news is that all the content is free and legal. It's a historically significant archive. That's what this site is. Basically, it's an archive. That's taken a great many people, thousands of hours to create, and we're ever vigilant to ensure that no content breaches copyright or trademark laws. There's something for everyone here. We hope you enjoy your time with us and come back really soon. That's what they say on the site. And it is. It's clearly, you know, this isn't a flashy website, and if you go on and now, but it's just a massive archi- archive of loads of old books that you can you can. I mean, if I clicked on public domain comics now, it take me to a list of you can diff the different magazines throughout the years. You can click yeah. on issues, and then you check out loads of different issues, and they're they're all sort of like I don't know, how, you know, whether it be scanned or you know, it's it's enormous this website. So if you're fascinated by these kind of things, even if you just want to delve into the like a wonderful, mysterious world of these kind of characters,
1: it's, it's a weird thing, isn't it, getting paid for things you made forty years ago. Yeah. it's a weird dynamic mm-hmm. i think well, bear in mind all of us work in a biz in business north not businesses in, in in roles where we do create stuff you know we write mm-hmm. stuff or we you know yeah. create stuff that comes out and we don't get paid for it if it's used in 20 years time and why should we be yeah but it it would you know or someone who you invent something necessarily might not or you know it has a legal turning point in some, you know, law case or something doesn't get paid for it. But in the sort of creative arts, it it seems to be that people get money for it years later. Um, and I don't, I like to think that we put art out in the world and art survives and, you know, it's there, but I'm not sure how much I like the idea of, you know, so it's, you know, that Hugh Grant movie where he, he's, he's living off his dad's, replay things for a christmas song you know i think about a boy i I think that's rubbish it's out in the world it's making people happy the dude who created it is no go and get a job mate do you know what i mean it's like (laughs) i don't know it's i know it's horses for courses and it very much depends on the case but you know i I don't know
2: they're they're only dickinson bones owned by um one of the american universities right that she didn't go to they just, yeah. the right, they just put it to the rights so and you go well hold on how's that how's that even,
1: yeah how's that right yeah but all these people you see it's, it's currently a big topic isn't it because of the writer's strike
2: mm-hmm.
3: you
1: know you see people saying you know I helped out on episode 3 of She-Hulk and I only got 5 pence and I'm like it's not really high art mate is it god bless you but you know what I mean I don't know how I feel about it I need to think about it but I think some things perhaps I don't know yeah, it's weird, isn't it?
0: Yeah. But then again,
1: would I want to see someone making a Tommy Hercules comic that wasn't me and Adam, or me or Adam? and I don't think I would.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, sometimes when it comes to the ownership of things, um, the f- famous Bill Watson, Calvin and Hobbes, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Some, some people are like, oh, we could have had, you know, can you think no. of all the, all the merchandise that you could have had, all Lunchboxes? The, so, other
1: people making it, no, I don't want yeah, that.
0: Yeah, but yeah, he yeah. was just... You know, and
1: perfection, isn't it?
2: Yeah. yeah,
0: and even though as a kid you might have liked it, like, like the soft, soft toys and stuff, now I'm thinking fair play, he stuck to his guns on that. And yeah, as such, those are real sort of moments in time, those books. Yeah, um, and if you anyone out there hasn't read any Calvin and Hobbes, Calvin and Hobbes, yeah. j- just anytime you pick them up, they are timeless books. <laughs> Fucking yeah, timeless.
1: I read a lot of old comic strips on Instagram and stuff like that, and uh, it's by far the best, I'd still yeah. think. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's got peanuts. It's got
0: nothing on it. No. Yeah, yeah. It is just so good. But yeah, I think um, occasionally, like public domain, is is a, a well that sometimes I stick my head down and see if there's anything that's. Um, but even that, even if you're taking the gem of like something that was created in the '40s and turning it into your own, it's still a lot of work. <laughs> so, yeah absolutely yeah no matter what it is um what i would hope is if creators do that and certainly if if any of you people listening suddenly think oh i'm gonna have a look i'm gonna try that if you do that my hope is that if you're gonna do these things also put a reference to you know you have your you have your book which is amazing and lots of people enjoy and then put something in the back that sort of says by the way this is what this is, and where it came from. Here's where you can find it online, etc. Blah, blah blah blah. Give a shout out to what came before, a shout out and some respect. Or
1: we used we used to talk a lot about copyrights at conventions, didn't we? Mm. You know, we used to talk a lot yes. about um, mm. people producing prints and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, and it's still going on. You know, even on um, uh, stuff we see for sale online and things. You know, mm. but we don't really mention it anymore, do we?
2: I don't no, know why? There used to be a real thing for. A cons basically, like you
0: couldn't sell this kind of thing at the concert. yeah it like, yeah. It's, it, do you think something like that, uh, like conventions, has changed since post pandemic? Um, do you think there's other things to be thinking about? That I mean, I haven't been to that many conventions since the opening up of the world, should we say? Um, but Tony, Tony, I know you've been to a few. Are no. are, are people strict or about those things? Are they are they not as strict? Is it a bit? Luck-ish? I don't
1: know. But I think. Some places do do it. I think it depends, very much depends on which convention you're at, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think corporate have taken over conventions more than when we started this show. You know, they're much more corporate events. I mean, the, the day do you remember the days of us railing against comic conventions that had no comics at? Mm-hmm. You know, we wouldn't get a show out of the way if we had to do it these days. Every single one. Every time I look on Facebook, there's another one, you yeah. mm-hmm. right. um, know. And but I I think as well is that um, people expect that at conventions now as well. Um, I think um, and there's that that bites into creativity. If you're doing a you know selling prints or badges or something of some TV character you liked, it's not really frowned on anymore. I don't think
3: Mm.
1: you know, and it's done by people who I used to see rail against it. You know, Mm. who are seemingly doing it now. Um, I think part of it also is the fact that we're being, we're being so bent over by big companies these days. You know, we've, how many times have we talked about the price of mm. comics? You know, we, we, had, we had a little rant about it this week, didn't we, V, about some comic shops are charging dollar to pound prices now.
3: Oh.
1: You know, we're, we're so bent over by these companies now that it's we, we almost don't care about them anymore. So we don't care if someone wants to produce a Deadpool print. And I, I feel that, actually. I feel I don't care as much. Yeah, you know, I was quite protective of these companies, but they've used us so long now. Yeah, mm. you know? uh,
2: yeah, yeah. Not- it's like yeah. I don't
1: really care if people. Re- I don't personally care if people read pirated copies of comics anymore. I don't care, you know. um And it goes on. We we see people on the Slack who say, "Oh, I just read this." I am thinking, "How the fuck did you read that?" <laughs> you know, mm. and uh I don't care that they went on whatever it is they sell the Seven Cs and looked at it and don't give a shit about it anymore. Yeah, mm. I don't give a shit about us a lot of the time. So mm. yeah. uh, although, I don't do it. I'd like to yeah. point out I don't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's only me. I don't care if you do it. Yeah.
0: and and certainly if you if you discover a wonderful indie creator on there, just buy the book afterwards. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. you know, I've um, even you know sometimes we've had um, books sent in recommendations or review books or whatever, and we we've done similar and then we bought the book afterwards. yeah because it's mm-hmm. sometimes it's just nice to in your collection, isn't it?
1: Yeah, we we'll back the Kickstarter quite often. Yeah. We we'll do that as well. Yeah yeah. yeah,
3: yeah,
0: yeah. So, yeah, interesting. I thought it'd be a, a yeah. interesting topic of debate. Mm. Um, and perhaps there, possibly on the Slack, there should be a, I don't know, a uh, an art art thread. How about how about this? A uh, uh, possibly like just take a public domain character and do your do. The yeah, nice. we the, haven't done an art thread like yeah. that for a while. Yeah. Actually, oh, yeah. they always do them all the time, didn't we? Yeah, we haven't done one for a while. Yeah. Maybe we'll maybe we'll start something up to all you lovely people on the Slack and get your pencils out and redesign some characters just just for the fun of it. Even if you're not on the Slack, give it a go because it will just be a nice, interesting art exercise that possibly you could post on social media. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, there you go to promote your own comic. Yeah, (laughs) it'll feed itself. Yeah. (laughs) oh dear is there anything else we have to talk about James? i mean time no i think gone. we're into tom's challenge aren't we? yes <clears> yes <throat> it was yes. A challenge for tom as well frankly. um
2: yeah. <laughs> so uh when um when i was asked to step in uh for big big guns mm. uh I, uh tony had the tony had the that i did i recommend a couple of books for uh tony and vince to read through and yep. uh I, t- I took a day and a night to think about it and came back with uh two books. I'm, I'm kind of happy with that we've gone kind of gone through. Um, who would like to start?
1: Why don't we start with you two? Go on. I want to hear this. I have read okay. this and I'm really interested.
0: Yeah.
2: So, uh, Vince, what did I recommend you have a read through?
0: This is Metropolis by Osamu Tezuka. Have I said that right? Yes, I have.
1: Osamu Tezuka. 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 Is that right, Tom? I'm you know better than me. I, I've, I've, always, always,
2: I've always gone Tezuka.
1: Yeah, we've tra- we had this Tezuka. discussion before we did that podcast, didn't we? Yeah. Tezuka. Tezuka, I think. Tezuka. Was, yeah, Tezuka. Yeah.
2: So, um... How, so, I'll, I'll give my reasons for recommending it, and okay. then we can, uh, we can sort of fly from there, frankly. So, my, I, I wanted to recommend this to Vince, because as far as I know, you haven't read a Tezuka book before, is that right?
0: No, I haven't.
2: So, the idea with this was, like, it's a single volume. There's no big searching for lots of other volumes in there. Uh, it's a single volume. It's about 160-something pages.
1: Nice uh, short one for him as well, That Relatively it? short. It's yeah. a
2: sci-fi which I know I was thinking about like things I know Vince enjoys and sci-fi is one that kind of like you come back to time and time you've come back to a few times I think about your your favorite book we don't talk about anymore yeah um and yeah. then also combine that with the fact that this is made in 1949 which is old wow it's, it's old right it's old and it still reads well and yeah. it, it is a little bit there are cliches in there but it was a I thought it was an interesting experience for Vince to have when reading it does from that kind of? Do you mean that with all with all that in mind? So, yeah. How have you found it so far, friends?
0: Um, and just straight off the bat, I haven't finished this yet, and I'm reading <laughs> it, and I am enjoying it very much. So, um, it's certainly, and I went. What I liked What's about the this, title of it? We said the title yet? Metropolis. Oh, yeah, Metropolis. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, sorry, yeah. 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 Yeah, I, yeah. I think I said it before the creator's name actually. um right. But this, what I like about a challenge like this is obviously I know a lot of people are more familiar with their creator's work. I am not. I am also blissfully unaware of this book in any way, shape or form. And it has had an anime made of it, um, yeah. a, a full on film, you know, So, that, but I was completely unaware of that, which is beautiful.
1: I've seen that and I didn't put together it as the same creator, so, actually. Yeah,
2: okay. basically not.
0: Oh, Okay. Right, they're essentially,
2: yeah. they're, they they share a title, to some characters, assets. They're actually they're they're very different from each other. Yeah. Okay.
0: Right. So, but that possibly could have been a distraction from me reading this book. So I could just I could just read this book. And what really got me there, and this is for all of the um, the sci-fi the the concepts, or um, there's some real layered, interesting storytelling going on. Yeah. It looks like Steamboat Willie. It does. From, from Disney, it's got a real like those old, old animated cartoons that are you know I remember when I was a kid, and the the look of the characters, um, just the, the black and white nature of it. Certainly in the way that the, the movement, I was looking at the mm-hmm. like how people move within the book and interact, and it, it really they they almost feel like animation cells themselves that are just. It, do you know what I mean? It's got that kind yeah, of feel, I mean, hasn't it? Yeah, it, absolutely.
2: It, it has that... Um, it, it's his Astro Boy style work. Yeah. So if you you know if you know his Astro Boy style work, you'll know what you're getting into. Um, the, the first few pages... Um, Vince, have you ever read The, the Inkle?
0: Yeah. No, no, I haven't. Tony has, but... You
2: know those first few pages of The Inkle where it's the big crowd scene mm. and the yeah. person jumps? Yeah. This has got a very similar... like almost it almost feel they, they feel very cl- like very close in terms of how they laid out so there's a big okay few big splash pages full of people and like when i was rereading it in preparation for this i was like "Oh, it's quite a lot to go for initially right like it's a it definitely is a story that starts off big and then scales down and then up, back up again mm. like an hourglass it's yeah. kind of and like initially okay. you go, you start reading like oh okay this is it's not an easy read to begin with and then as you said that movement gets you through and you're yeah. following you know, you talking about the animation cells. There's that one page where um,
0: the person's running towards the camera. That was the that was the one sort of pay, page for me that um, it has an animated sort of feeling. But the way I read it, it that was the one that almost felt most like a comic book. It was straight. Yeah, 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 it was yeah. a strange kind of like I could see the panels there, whereas. Um,
1: I mean, it's 1949. This dude's inventing all kinds of things. Oh, going it's, on. Ju- it's just,
0: yeah. yeah. And it's just unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, the book starts with a kind of a history of the earth, uh, of this yes. world, um, yeah. from the very beginning, you know, from dinosaurs to where the city is now, and then you immediately jump to, like, sort of skyships and uh, cityscapes yeah. and um, just these, these beautiful sort of double-page spreads mm. that... Almost feels like a Where's Wally because there's so many fucking people on the pages. There is dialogue of lots of people having different discussions all over the page. Um, The magic is you never lose your place. I I was really surprised at that because we have talked about too many speech bubbles on the page. You get lost in a dialogue. It was weird how this is It's kind of... perfect the way it's all balanced isn't it sort of mm. you feel like you're hopping in and out of this scenario um, I think
1: as well because because of that well, you have got the age of this book but you've also got the Japanese aesthetic it feels mm. unnervingly different the way he writes sometimes mm. um, there's something very different about what he's doing when Tom and I did that podcast about him I made the point that I think he might be the greatest writer because his he's, he's drawing is, is is brilliant and but simplistic you know, and purposely simplistic. But his writing, I, th- I th- thinking about it, I think he may be the world's most versatile comic creator. he,
2: he, also he, d-
1: he does stuff like this, you know, and he does stuff like, you know, um, kids stuff, you know, like just full on kids fairy tale stuff. But then he'll do like psychosexual stuff as well. That Tom yeah. and I've read recently, and he, and the dude is so clever, you know, and you never take your eye off the page with his work. I think. There's yeah. always something to it,
0: you know. There is, um, just from a creative perspective as well. You know, I'm going to read out the synopsis, and I'm going to talk about the art a little bit. Okay, mm. so this on the um the back of this book. Okay, in a not so far future of uh, a beautifully art a beautiful artificially created girl unaware of her non human background. Wanders alone in a world populated by humans and the slave-driven robots who serve them, as she searches for the non-existing parents she believes must must exist. Now, that that in itself, if you just read that, I think dystopian. I think you know Blade Mm -hmm. Runner. Do you know what I mean? All of that stuff's popping to my mind. If you just read that, and certainly if you had any, you know, you you think of like especially Japanese comic books and culture and you think of akira and all of those that sort of synopsis fits perfectly within any any of those sort of worlds and those sort of thought processes um never mind that this is 1949 when this came out and then it opened up and i it was a real this is like steamboat willie (laughs) (laughs) there was a real uh, but what was fascinating about that was yeah you had that um cartoonish you know it's it's a cartoonist drawing here mm-hmm. um it just uh, the, you know the level of skills amazing anyway but the writing that goes with it is so there's so much depth to it there's so much thought that normally probably wouldn't work as well they, they they're almost those two things if you think about it basically shouldn't go together and yet it merges perfectly to add another layer of the experience I think
2: part of that is he commits to it the whole way through yeah he the he never the the veil never slips the mass its it's it that's what you introduced to at the very beginning and that's what he sticks throughout the whole book yeah and, and never gone Sorry.
0: yeah well i mean the, the, and the story certainly the dialogue, and they're a heavy, you know, you, you see something that looks like, oh, bit of slapstick comedy. No, you don't really get much of that, but they're talking about some pretty big concepts. Yeah. And thoughts of things ab- about, like, certainly there's there's some identity, there's this book full of identity stuff, as well as, you know, you have the villains and all of the different po- political sort of machinations and things going on within this world. Um... And yet, these characters are still wandering, wandering around with like big fat noses, big moustaches, pointy yeah. noses. You know, Looking um, like that
1: bloke out of
2: Monopoly. Yeah, yeah. yep. The sizes are all over the place. Yes, like, you're not but, quite sure how tall
0: anyone is. But it completely works. It absolutely, completely works. Yeah. Um, that and also, he still, I think, as a creator, he's self aware of that style, of his style. Um, and I say um, that because sometimes there is a little bit of a funny moment or a yes. little bit of a of a cartoonish moment. There was a point where I thought a, a character had died because <laughs> because yes. there um, near the beginning when um, the um, the the android figure sort of pushes her creator's head, and on the panel it squashes. He goes. Yeah. Oh! I honestly thought she had squashed his head and killed him, and it left it fairly it, like it was pages before I realised he was still alive. And I was like, "Oh, but she physically just like bopped him in the head and like did a, almost a cartoonish sort of." She was like, "Oh no, he stopped moving," you know. He, he could have almost had like the X's over his eyes, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, and no, no spoilers, but uh, something something happens a bit later to him. But uh, but <laughs> I mean. This was truly fascinating reading this, Tom. I mean, I'm never, really, I'm ne- getting, I'm, yeah, yeah, it's really good. And one thing, I mean, I was, I'm reading the story, but I'm also just looking at these panels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the crowd scenes are something just to behold. So,
2: I just and, put up in our WhatsApp group, um, it's, it's, I believe it's Spanish, I couldn't find an English one, okay, for, for yeah, 6B. but like that, that double page spread. Uh, what we're talking about in terms of like, yeah, and people go, and you just see all there's so much detail going on there,
0: yeah, yeah. He's
2: uh, it, it's definitely one of those things where you
0: Sherlock Holmes is in this story as well. Just want well, to well, that all was, right. that was, okay. that was, that
2: was public domain link, <coughs> yeah, yeah, I <Yeah. laughs> was on public domain link, that's what I had going, yeah, yeah. Um... I
1: think people make the mistake of looking at this and thinking it's, um. Old uh, old bloke comics, you know, old bloke manga. Yeah, but be- because you know the the flashiness we see of a lot less panels on a page and stuff like that in modern manga. But the this is once you get your eye in on this, this is this reads like and like a fresh piece of creation. I think.
0: Yeah. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just, I mean, there are characters. There's Detective Mustachio. Literally, <laughs> yeah. his name is Mustachio, and yes, he has yeah. a big big mustache.
1: I wonder about what the translator was what it originally was you know yeah. it's a bit like some of the Tintin yeah. and uh, asterisk stuff isn't it it's completely down to that particular translator yeah have you got the details of translator on it because it might be something we know for
2: that one oh that's a very good i, you know, I didn't look
0: that up in my preparation
2: oh,
1: i'll have to have a look yeah. I, th- oh, yeah, I, yeah
0: I believe dark horse did um uh oh, back then uh, so was uh, oh, oh, it
1: a recent one or is it uh no, well we, we can find out can because yeah, it might be that it. who's that book i read by so, that dude yeah
2: translation was provided by uh Kumar silver oh, civil no, no, that's Studio not the one Proteus. I know.
1: Right. Okay. Oh. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. it wasn't Studio Proteus. One of the ones that um, Tezuka had a hand in. I think Tom yes. from our, our research. Remember? Yeah. Yes.
2: No, they are. This was. Um, it's also. I've read this one for absolutely ages. Right. This excuse me to go back and reread this as well. And yeah. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's and and ne-
0: never mind, like talking about it, the way that. Like robots are used as slaves, and the questions that are being asked there, and there's lots mm-hmm. of different things going on. You know, this is. I mean, is it a riff on the original movie? Then is it? I'm guessing.
2: So uh, I read up on this. Right. He Saw a single, uh a single picture of that movie, the German yeah. one.
1: <laughs> of course he did. He yeah. saw a, yeah.
2: Apparently he saw a single picture and was like, "Oh, I'll do something cool with that." And that was that was it. That's where it right. Started. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you no. couldn't
1: stream it back then, could you? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. No.
2: But yeah, there is a, yeah, I mean, this is, it was a, it was a real joy to go back over Frank, because all his work is, in, in yeah. all yeah. in different oh, ways, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, does this, um, it's wild to think that this came out the same mind that did, like, Book of Human Insects or Apollo Song. Oh, I guess uh, totally. It's, a it's just yeah, completely yeah. different. And, but that's just him growing and developing, and the stuff he was making at this time. Like, he, yeah. this is part of a trilogy of sci-fi stuff that he did, yeah. uh, the, like The Lost World, this and something else. I can't remember what the other thing was, but it's like free sci fi he did at the same time.
1: Yeah. I'm obsessed um, by that dark period he had when Insects came out around that time. Yeah. yeah, he, yeah. he he had financial issues, how he has financial issues, you know, the God of Manga, you know, but that's, that was with the, the nature of it. And he, I think he'd sunk some money into some movie studio type stuff and he was like really depressed and he was doing all this like really dark. Like the Book of Insects is quite dark, isn't it,
0: mm. Tom? It yeah. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I wonder uh, also, there is. Um... I mean, I did talk about Steamboat Willie and, and Disney and stuff, but um, you may recognise some mouse-like drawings <laughs> <Yeah>. throughout <laughs> yeah, the yeah. book. <laughs> he <laughs> fucking <laughs> he fucking goes there, no. which made me think, how do you get away with this?
1: <laughs> those those were the days, yeah. you know. People didn't see it outside of Japan, did they? To certain yeah. yeah. extent, you know. Yeah. So
0: exactly, it's, exactly. It's definitely a like a fascinating read. I, I I think for me as well, a good um starting point um for this career do you know what I mean I, I think so thank you thank yeah you, tom. That's it was um... that's great I,
2: mean, obviously... I
1: can't remember how many pages we worked it out didn't we tom how many pages he did in his career yeah. christ or
2: i mean like he's got a whole wikipedia page just on what he produced like yeah. his, his list of manga frankly uh, yeah. which is alphabetized you know like it's i think it was god it's it's easily in the free figures easily yeah. in the free figures um i mean like you could just i mean if you do another manga month easy to do another you like,
1: could do a tezuka month can you easily, you could easily
2: yeah do it. then you can just like right we'll do one from each of his main periods yeah um yeah but no i'm i'm really chuffed you uh you got to kick out this one Vince.
0: um yeah no it's yeah, it's cool
2: i was writing at first but no pleased to keep <laughs> uh, shall we <laughs> shift over yeah to okay, uh, babes. should we shift over to tony
1: okay so, so- yeah, you're going to say, Tom?
2: No, please, go for it. Go on, go on, So
1: Tom challenged me. He gave me a couple of choices, but one of them was Frankenstein, Agent of, she- Agent of Shade on me. Um, the New 52 version of that, um, which is written by Jeff Lemire, later by Matt Kinn. I think they're friends, aren't they? I think he handed it off to him. Uh, art by Alberto Ponticelli. Uh, later on, he uses some incas as well, and the art style slightly changes. Um, Jose Villarubia was on Colours. Uh, JG Jones does the um, covers for a few of them, which are fucking spot on oh yeah um uh joey Cavaliero was the editor it's now we had a chat about this Tom, didn't we yeah
2: yeah we did, we did.
1: i i adored this and i sent because i write down the books i read and how much i enjoy them as in a little list and i sent you and it was one whole page of my notebook <laughs> it was just uh frankenstein comics um and I mean,
2: cause I... yeah because i thought you would just do not a reason, i thought you just do the first four right like the first yeah. little arc
1: yeah maybe the first trade I thought you yeah, meant exactly. but I just I thought, sort of I... thought I can't not do the rest of it you know no. it's one of those yeah so in the three hours from finishing a run yesterday morning through to breakfast I read uh I read the whole series <laughs> um it's now I've got this theory right so this this comes as part of the new 52 um around that period I think there was a short series with him in before this as well so I'm going to count that as part of it but the um I, I, they, you know all right guys what we're going to do what the dc universe really needs is we need a hellboy in the bprd for the dc universe
3: mm-hmm.
1: um which is the basic concept of this there's no two ways about it um but then again it's all in the how you do it isn't it it's all in the creation of it and this is cracking i'd say absolutely cracking I'd um, read this previously i'd read the first i read it i read all the first three issues of all the new 52 when it came out so i'd read the first three issues and for whatever reason silly me i didn't carry on with it oh. I mean,
2: there were um, so many comics out of that point, right? Yeah, mm, yeah. Right? There was so much stuff out from New 52 when this, this was coming out. Yeah. That, uh, I'm, it's so easy to call off.
1: I, I'm actually going to put it out there. I think it's the last great creative period for Big 2, the New 52. I think so much came out of that. You had the OMAC series. You had Morrison on Superman. You had um, Snyder and Capullo on Batman. You had some, um, oh, you know, course. the Hawkman book was, was amazing.
0: It was so Four fascinating thousand. at the time because yeah. so many people were like, "Oh, you know, the new Fifty Two is. Oh, I can't yeah. believe they've done this. Or this is great. This is this is terrible." This the is local perfect. comic
1: shop here had an opening at midnight, yeah. and we went and bought them. Yeah, yeah. Dave yeah. Gibbons turned up at it. You know, it was like massive. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. You know, you know, I'm a lover of you know backstory of comics characters and knowing the you know the the canon and the bible of a character, but. For me, there was so much good stuff there. And this is definitely one of it. Um, I'll give you a little summary of what it's about. So Frankenstein is this pre-existing character. He has a, an ex-wife, believe it or not, in the series as well. Um, he and a group of other monsters who are called the Creature Commandos, which I liked again, a little callback there, um, um, are agents from a place called the Ant Farm, which is a three-inch globe, which um, is a miniature HQ. And access is through a shrink and teleport system, which is run by Dr. Ray Palmer, who doesn't suit up as, up as the Atom, mm-hmm. but is that character. Um, the head of it is a character called Father Time, who jumps about between bodies, but in this case looks like a small schoolgirl, a la, um, what's that, um, Vertigo, is it Vertigo series? It was a TV series. Doom um, Patrol? N- no, like that. The
2: uh, oh, what, like, what? like Sucker Punch.
1: No, it was it was written by that bloke in the band. Fucking hell, my brain oh, got cold.
2: Oh, Jared Way. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, the Umbrella Academy. The Umbrella Academy. Yes. She looks like a character from the Umbrella Academy. She does actually. Yeah. Yeah, she really does. Um, they they have a um, a vehicle called the Egg, which is they're what they call their monster mobile sort of ship. Their um, yeah, agents in it are an, an amphibian human called Nina Bezerski, a werewolf called Warren Griffith, a vampire crossbreed called Vincent Velcora calice who is a mummy and also the medic of the team and then you have lady frankenstein so they're all twists on classic characters mm-hmm. um the the dialogue is is they make frankenstein a sword carrying motherfucker in this yeah he's <laughs> great um also quotes
2: poetry.
1: yes who loves poetry as well he's got a real heart to him you know yeah um frankenstein's vengeance does not discriminate on the basis of age he says at one point which i loved um the the art by um ponticelli ponticelli is um lovely really nice it's scratchier and more um visceral feeling in the days when he was inking himself i think that it could become a slightly more clean liner um as he gets other other inkers on involved and i'm really feeling a lot of um Neil Adams style angles and create create uh, creature creations along with some rights in there as well but more of a sort of scratchier version of those two guys I, um
2: your um your point about the Hellboy uh, yeah like it would have been very easy to do this in a Hellboy like a Mignola light version yeah so very easy lots of big yeah. heavy blacks you know but actually by sticking to their guns of have actually been doing it in almost a house style at the time like yeah it works it really works
1: yeah, yeah. There's, um, they have something called the Toy Box, which is um, GI Robot, another callback, um, and War Wheels, um, which they drop onto planets. costs them billions of pounds, but these are massive monster killers. So they go up to what they go up against what people now call Kaiju all the time, don't they? People overuse that phrase, but they go up against these ma- massive monsters. It's got a lot of heart in it. All the characters have got a lot of heart in it. It begins to de- – it doesn't develop enough because it ends – I think there's 16 issues and a zero issue. Yeah. Um, yeah. It doesn't develop enough, but you begin to see in it the interrelationship between all the characters. There's a little bit of a sort of love interest thing going on at one point.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, I won't ruin it, but that's really well handled, I think. Um, and um, some real humour. They-, they do have a crossover at one point. There's a crossover with Checkmate and OMAC, um at yeah. one point which is okay no you
2: know. I was going to say the crossovers on this didn't feel too too rough frankly yeah look lovely as well they look great the OMAC one was particularly good the rock world stuff was um yeah not too bad like it was all pretty yeah it was pretty low-key frankly
1: yeah the um, OMAC was my, one of my favorite series from um new 52 which sadly only lasted eight issues but I loved that series um, there's there's a great quote I, I wrote down from Frankenstein, and I am no mere creature. I am Frankenstein. I am the undead prince of vengeance. I've walked these shores for one hundred years, and I will teach you to respect your elders, boy. You know, it's full <laughs> of stuff like that. Yeah, he says that to Omak. Actually, the it's just fucking lovely. There's this there's a there's a crossover with Men of War as well. At one point, did you did you read that one, Tom?
2: Yeah, I've read all sixteen. Yeah, yeah. The,
1: but there's in it's in the Men of War. Comic. Oh, apologies. So I read all yeah.
2: sixteen, Frank. I haven't. So this is. Um... Yeah, I, I need to. This is kind of like license. Uh, I want to go back and read more New Fifty Two stuff. Frankly, yeah. Like go okay. back and reread it, frankly, because I, I was, it's, I. So can I? Do you want to? I just gone a slight tangent. Of
1: course, man. Yeah, yeah.
2: So the, the reason I recommended this was following last week's gross episode with Earth Two. Hmm. I was there. Uh, so I sat there and I was in my pants and I was thinking, what would I? <laughs> Pardon? <laughs>
1: Why don't I take my pants off? Yeah. Um, yeah. I was like, That's how I everyone thinking, listens I, to this show, isn't it?
2: I was thinking, yeah. you know if i um if i was doing a similar thing to the year of two guys did what event would you what event would i think of you know i mean that kind of you know because they're focusing yeah. on the multi-press events and yeah. i was like oh new 52 would be a good one to do and i was already thinking about new 52 and then tony yeah. dropped the idea of like doing a recommendation i was like oh this is a series i remember reading back in when new 52 was first out so i'm really enjoying and like yeah really like really working for me uh and i was like oh this is a great one to re-recommend so i at the time i was reading you know it was reading like course files or animal thi- animal man or something, you know something and then yeah this i was like "Fuck, this was just really good but yeah. i need to go back i want to go like I, I saw in the you know the back of the ones i was reading about like the western one was it the all-star western or yeah the jonah hex books amazing hex books. Yeah, yeah really good one that is as well yeah I want to go check yeah it out. yeah loads yeah. of stuff from this kind of this on sort of new Set I want to check it out. But you mentioned the Man of War stuff.
1: Yeah, Man of War is issue eight. If you want to pick it up, I, I just read it. It opens with uh, Frankenstein in the the cockpit of a fire plane in World War Two. Just okay. fucking with a big grin on his face, gunning down people. Fantastic. This is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, a, a triumph. And I, I'm a fucker because I, I think I bought the first six and never read the second three that I bought. You know, because I'm a twat. But the um, this is right on my street. He has come back a few times. Um there are various appearances of him, you know, across the DC universe. Of course there is. But nothing that's as good as this. Matt Kint takes over. Matt Kint carries it on splendidly towards the end. It's actually yeah. quite a sad little ending, I think. It is. It is. Yeah.
2: It it does it feels like they could've done so much for this. Yeah. Um he did move into uh, not not McKint, but Frankenstein so moves into Just the Dark for a time as well. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, is is a again another team I really enjoyed, but they keep on fucking it up by putting in too big of a in there.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Like it should be a small scale. Like... That's
0: the problem with a lot of like these sort of um, titles, though, isn't it? It's sort of we love we love the flavor of like these smaller characters getting along and doing their adventures, and then the publisher go, yeah, but Batman's. We need a Batman to be in it. How much
2: fucking we...
0: time has Batman got? He got <laughs> crosses yeah. over into
1: everything, like Doom Patrol. and Unstoppable Doom Patrol two. He was in that. You know, he was in Monkey King issue two you know there's all these sort of things it's not needed he's got like 23 issues out a month with you know his caught at the gotham title don't need it
3: yeah um
1: there's some other there's some other books that are worthy of mention i think in relation to frankenstein as well or frankenstein's monster everyone has described it is um seven soldiers obviously we talked a little bit about that last week hmm. with um david and um pete um i which is written by Grant morrison and, and drawn um really well i forget the name of the artist now but beautifully drawn um but not a patch on this. It doesn't have the heart that has this. I think sometimes Morrison misses on the human element. I think sometimes he's, he's too engaged with the big ideas. If you want to go over to Marvel, um, you've got obviously you've got the um, Monster of Frankenstein Bronze Age series with Mike Friedrich Plug- Mike Friedrich, and Mike Plug- in it, which is just amazing. One of my favourite series. Val Mayerik does a of issues. Gorgeous, amazing, and in a really well respected early essential kind of series that you can read and halfway through time jumps to the modern world which is really good um i also read um this wasn't as good uh fear itself the fearsome four do you remember that which is um who's in that? It's howard the duck okay um the man thing of course it is uh she hulk of course she's in it and night hawk and frankenstein just makes no sense the the, the arts really mixed a mixed bag simon bisley does sort of four pages in one issue and six in another i guess there was a timescale issue there somewhere um but you know he's he is the recognizable character you, you probably you could just about see him as the same character um and then the other one i read was um i read monster of Frankenstein as well but i also read um franken castle the i i remember this as being longer but it's only five issues with two crossovers um yeah, i think there's yeah. two daken darken i don't even say it, Darken and daken mm. you know wolverine sun issues and that, that, the, the tony moore pages especially in that amazing beautiful stuff nice. really good so i read that as nice. well yeah 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 what what a series man really good yeah
2: and this this is another one of those where i i haven't read this maybe for five maybe ten years or so and right i again i was thinking about i was thinking about this uh i think about new 52 and then you asked and i was like oh let's just take a punt on this and yeah. then even if it's not if it has an age well that's a conversation in itself But i'm so pleased that yeah know, no, I, think that it has aged. It. I think it's has aged yeah. well. i think it's, it's
1: actually aged i think it's showing up the writing of comics these days in the mainstream
0: because this yeah. is
1: so well written i think yeah. you compare this you know the new 52 a lot of them didn't run for very long but they had a long eye on the writing if that makes sense yeah so they were looking at writing a big thing these days i think people are afraid of it you know, you get Hickman's, a couple of others out of the way. There's a lot of things that are just like throwaway nonsense.
2: But, yeah. but also just the, the planning on this as well, right? In terms yeah. of the, the crossovers, the, sure, they 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 have to they want to put crossovers in to promote cross-sells, understood. Yeah. But they weren't egregious in this. Like the Rock World stuff was pretty, it felt actually kind of, oh, that kind of fits. Right? Yeah, I'm,
1: a, I'm an Animal Man and something fan as well. And yeah. I actually really enjoyed those series. I think they were both well done Didn't for this. did become yeah.
2: Green Lantern as well at one point? oh uh, okay i think he i think he i think in again this is like we're talking Black like it's
1: night kind of era or something or the later yeah, think, green lantern stuff connected to it yeah
2: yeah and again it's like a 10 year old memory of a book right Where mm. yeah i'm sure it became green lantern at one point as well and again it's right. just sort of yeah no it was a yeah um, giving him that sword visually
1: yeah. looks great as well
2: oh exactly it really
1: yeah
0: works. yeah it really so, works so if you slept on this series um, much like I did because I wasn't really interested at the time, but you'll was, get the trades cheap, I reckon. Yeah, on this one, yeah, yes. I'm on eBay. i in reading this oh, one, not
2: anymore.
1: No, the uh, ACP effect,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, go forth and check out, check out both of these books because we've got so many, so many wonderful books for you to check out this week. Just this, the first two you can add to your wish list, yeah and uh yeah thank you for the challenge tom it was it was yeah mental, good stuff man no, mental, thank yeah. you, thank you. i'm
1: actually i think i might take that up as a future challenge is doing the whole of the new yeah. 52 again yeah wow
2: i think that yeah i think there's so much i mean i i remember when new 52 came out and like sites like Bleeding call cool would have you know top 10 things you're reading from new 52 and remember just going through yeah. those you know just from top to bottom just be like okay well this is uh i know something you've talked about a lot tony is you don't start Coronation Street at number one, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but New 52 was kind of, and like, you kind of think comics the same way, but the thing with New 52 was like, oh, great. Everything it kind
1: of mostly one. was that, wasn't it? I think Green Lantern kind of held, there's a couple of books there that held onto yeah. their backstory and a lot of them that didn't. So, But there was the option there to just start new. Yeah. Mm. yeah exactly. Yeah.
2: There was something kind of, uh, there was something, yeah, there's something very enticing about that, being like young and having enough disposable income to actually like go heavy on it. Yeah. Yeah. And to enjoy the, oh, actually, I could read Animal Man or Swamp Thing or Course of Owls and actually got a a complete arc. And
0: yeah, it was good. Really Mm -hmm. loved it. Really loved it. And hopefully you'll love it too. That's a good one. Speaking of other things you'll love, have we got any shout outs this week, gents?
1: Yeah, I've got a few. So, uh, The United Going Underground is on Kickstarter at the moment. The story of how a UK super team operates in the near future where things aren't as the same as they are now. Um, Excellent storytelling from Johnny Cannon. Um, Go and pick it up it's doing well it's almost there but uh so i think it's, as we record it's still got like 19 days to go but uh, absolutely cracking book really mm-hmm. like it um i was getting some feedback from a new user who having heard our global comics episode interview um has put their books on there and i have to say dudes the um i know um the rep from global comics spoke a lot about the analytics on the on the page you know mm-hmm. that's the big thing now is data yeah. analytics um but the person who's put it on um, was saying to me... I've got their permission to say, to say who it was, but they were saying to me that um, it was really interesting because they were tracking the pages that were read on their book. Wow. And that That's an interesting development in comic reading, I think. Yeah. Something perhaps we should keep our eye on, you know, is yeah. knowing where people pause, where people stop, where people start again, you know, this sort yeah. of thing. Interesting. Yeah. Um, if you want to get your um, some new eyes on your comic, I think we can probably thoroughly recommend global comics as well as comic yeah. house is a place to go mm-hmm. um the we belong anthology is going live on zoop on the 15th of august this year um an all black all queer anthology featuring over 100 pages of sci-fi and fantasy thanks for our buddy at zoop jordan for putting it our way listen it's a preview of that um are you going to be at baltimore comic con on the 8th of september or the uh, spx convention in bethesda on the 9th and 10th then come say hi i'll be there with get this this murderer's row of people cliff cumber <laughs> matt strott sam arthur's eddie from strangers foul and our guest at the Nobra table will be tyrell 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 don't you say it i'm because i'm an idiot tyrell waiters with his new book *Vern custodian of the universe which is the new Nobra book he's got out so he's going to be there signing he's a guest at the festival but will be at the nobrow table i'm sure for most of the time
0: so there you go, they're mine nice tom do you have any uh, so
2: I don't think I do, but I know I'm covering down for this one. So, um, if you've got a Kickstarter coming out, uh, just shout out to you guys about the Kickstarter you've got coming out. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I hope it does well.
0: Let let us know on the, let us know yes yeah let us know on the Slack yeah. etc. And we'll put a shout out for it. Um, so, what recommendations have we got? Well, I'll say for. I haven't got a recommendation this week. Not because there's not lots of cool stuff out there to recommend. I just haven't got a chance to properly finish something and, and write down proper notes for it. So so it's just up to you two gents. So, Tony, you've normally got a couple. Do you want a topic, yeah, Taylor? Baby, The
1: um, I've got Adam Phelps electric chair issue one. Um, this isn't a review. This is just a massive recommendation for my old bucker. Um, this is a comic... Um, collection of stories framed loosely around the introductions made by a dj in a sort of pirate radio station all adam's work i'm not involved in this one at all although i have watched the sort of gestation period of it um just reminded me of the days of baboonsville radio for anyone who used to be on our um, patreon back in the day um it's full of psychedelia uh it's full dripping gorgeous color outrageous and highly detailed double page spreads you know just everything is going on like a crazy person in the background in the foreground everything um it's it's a mess of it's a great mess of insanity and absurdity full of anger joke anger and jokes and and just real fluid experimentation um on a page um no holds barred just glorious what i want to see in a in a a small press underground comic and Adam Adam provides it he just gets better and better Adam you know he really does and I'll give me shit for saying something nice about him later on (laughs)
3: um
1: there's a couple of my favorites in the book there's 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 a strip called the comics with an the comics dealers and it's about um there's a couple of episodes sort of three or four pages each in there and it's about three dudes who you will see not necessarily exactly as, but the sort of chaps you will see behind a back issue sales table a UK convention or a comic mile, those sort of things. Crossed with the Family Freak Brothers. Um one of the um they go to a house to buy a comic collection and one of the sort of lanky bearded weirdos, you know, comic dealers, goes to shag the old biddy so that the others can crawl in the loft and find what they knew would be there, this secret stash of, you know, very expensive underground comics. Um there's a there's a brilliantly hilarious story about how Jim Starenko gets ready for a convention. Um, Anyone, anyway, I think this may be based on um, me, Falpe and Cliff giggling at uh, Mr. Starenko. God bless him. Um, that syrup ain't doing him any favors. i to so be honest with you. If you see it, but uh, <laughs> this story based on him getting ready. Um, there's a story about Lou Reed. There's a story about this, the, the appearance of biker dogs, LSD inspired robots boobs at the red lion favorite of mine um a story about how ink is literally a class a drug um and it's it's genuinely showing that falpe's taking chances he's one of the most original creators over here he's, he's so readable so enjoyable and the the work we did in dirty basement got a lovely mention at um 11 o'clock 11 o'clock comics recently and uh, that's down to his lovely art man it's just amazing um you'd be mad not to get a copy go to um adam falp falp dot com and you can link to the shop there go and buy something um there's still dirty basement available on there uh issues one and two and and there is this now the electric chair if you're at baltimore or sorry if you're at spx or if you're at permanent damage coming up soon in the states, you'll be able to get a copy there, there you go. nice,
0: That's my first one. nice. T- tom
2: hello yes uh so i would um i'd preface this by saying uh the other two books' of, we've talked about tonight um Metropolis and Frankenstein Age, Age of the Shade are easy recommends um, yeah but uh to give put something new into the uh to the ether uh the not forgotten anthology uh it's a anthology it was on Kickstarter I think about four years or so ago and right. uh essentially it is a bunch of creators coming together to create uh original stories using uh public domain characters. Uh, the I haven't got a list of all the people who are on there, unfortunately, uh, because it's a little bit tricky to find. But there, are, I've put a link over into the WhatsApp chat that I'm sure Vince will link down below, uh, where you can find it. And it's you know it's an anthology. There are some highs, there are some lows. Some of the work is really good. Uh, some of it is not. Some of it is not to my taste, but it might be your cup of tea. And just seeing what people can do with these characters in a different environment is it's just really fun. It's really nice. So that's kind of like a a, a light recommend But if you want to my real recommends. Uh, are the two books we talked we spent
0: half
2: an hour talking about
0: instead. Yeah yeah, uh, yeah there you go that's me that's me. Nice. And
1: oh. Tony. Uh, my second one is Nath. Um another uh, UK Underground comic that I only saw recently by Ethan Llewellyn. I think he's out of Bristol this dude, so I'm sure you both know him. Um came out in May this year. Um and from what I can see online and in the comic Ethan's saying he's planning on putting out another two this year, I think, or at least another one. Um, black and white US comic size 24 pages um, I also got issue one as well um, which has a lot of the same characters in they t- he tends to use the, a couple of repeating characters which is kind of cool excellent cover um, again like we talked about with Pee Pee Poo Poo a few weeks ago <laughs> has that um, 90s Clausian two, maybe 2000 Clausian style cover that close up of the you know the face on the cover but works really well on this um <clears throat> you get to the there's a story that opens on a story called judge head name calling which is a one-page of first-person narration about an over-the-hill judge who interrupts kids graffitiing a wall and don't quite go as well as you think it would um page two is a chat with the creator um where he lampoons mobile phones social mores and the delusions of the comic creator And there's a subject we just talked about <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> you then get the main story, which is called Jack the Zonkey. Now, for those that don't know, a zonkey is a, a cross Twitter a zebra and a donkey. Is that right?
0: How do How do I know that? Tom will know. Yes, it. Yeah, history. no, it is. It
1: is yeah. very uh, donkey savvy. Yes, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. um, it's like Zach, who is a smoking, speaking half donkey, half zebra, um, is a bit. He hangs out with these slackers. One of them is an angry, bearded man. Uh, there's a man on the floor O'Ding from a drugs overdose and there's a speaking creature that kind of looks like a stubby thumb with a face and hand, face and eyes, uh, sorry, an eyes and a mouth and um, stubby arms and legs who's called, I think he's called Spud. Um, they seem to spend their time sitting in sh- in a shitty living room playing video games and arguing a lot, drinking and arguing. Um, <laughs> Dave, the who's the dude, the actual human, keeps shouting things like kill the hooker. Um, and Jack the Zonkey has to head out and he, he heads he, he, to see, I think his brother's called Zach, who is in deep trouble. And turns out that zach struck jacks home is now the scene of a house party and it's being overrun. People are wrecking the place and one man is drawing swastikas on the wall because he says they're ironic or something. Um, it reads like an anxiety dream. You know, when you worried about your house or something? When you, you're staying away on holiday or something. You know, it's a bit like that. Um, what's happening to my house while I'm away? Um, there's this quote that keeps floating throughout the story um, in different ways, in the air, spoken by a crazy-looking dude, it's in the music, it's welcome to the machine, which is this sort of phrase that floats out of it, which, which really works. It's um, It looks like it's done by an underground creator who doesn't give a fuck, which I kind of like, and I think it has to be like that. It's um, quite trippy, it's irreverent, transgressive. Um, there's that clousing element to it. There is a genuine touch. I'd be very surprised if Ethan hasn't read Hanselman. Um, there's also a touch of the Deadline magazine, and again, like Falpe's stuff, refreshingly experimental. I think you know, and willing to take chances and upset, which I think we need to see in underground comics. Um, if the, if you're into that sort of scene, I think it's very much going to be up your street. It's not expensive. It turned up virtually straight away. You can find Ethan Ethan Llewellyn Cartoons on Instagram or you can go to his big cartel, naf comics double F only comics on X. Nafcomics.bigcartel.com. Yeah, pleasant surprise. I Hadn't heard of him. I spoke to Falpia and said, Have you had this dude? And he says, I've heard of it but I haven't read his comic. What do you think? And I thought, yeah, it's good. It certainly fits in our little group of people that we sort of like and admire in the scene. So uh yeah, get on it. There you go. NAF Comics number two.
0: Nice. NAF Comics in name only, because there's yeah, nothing yeah. but nothing but cool comics to be recommended. You're self-deprecating them on your side. I think we should yeah. be a bit more sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you got to laugh at yourself. Exactly. Because cause the, cause everything's just ridiculous. <laughs> apart, <laughs> apart from the show, where well, it was still a little bit ridiculous, but hugely yeah. enjoyable as always. Thank you, Tom, for Thanks, Tom. Um, joining no, us no, this, this week. You. And thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed the debates, quizzes, just general pontification did i use that word earlier yeah second time but you, you did yeah, it well I, cool i i said it and just thought have i said it wrong that's the problem <laughs> that's the problem with more syllables in a word especially like back on to mass evening. more often yeah Ugh. um but we hope you enjoyed this week's show if there's any uh kickstarters comic book initiatives anything you want to discuss or get us to shout on the show there's several different ways you, you can talk to us you can email us awesomecomicspod at gmail.com on social media in general we are at the awesome pod uh, I'm not going to single out any particular um, social media anymore I'm just going to call it that <laughs> um, thank you for listening uh, whether it was on the website awesomecomics.podbean.com as we said earlier if you want to uh, keep the conversation going based on this episode or perhaps past episodes or perhaps you just want to get involved in a, a comic book conversation with a bunch of lovely people, then join our Slack group. Get in touch with us. We'll give you the details and you can jump right in there. You don't even li- need to listen to the show week on week. You can just... Nah, do you so, yeah. But to be honest, there's probably a lot more quality content on there than there is on this show. Um, <laughs> but wherever you listen to this show, we truly appreciate it. Whether it's on the website, awesomecomics.podbean.com. If you listen to us on Apple... Uh, just give us a nice review and some, and just sort of spread the word because algorithms and stuff. Algorithm is a dancer. Did you know that? What? Absolutely nothing. But <laughs> uh, but if, <laughs> bet if you listen, <laughs> it's that time of the evening. If you listen to us on <laughs> any other networks, we really appreciate it such as Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, Podnose, Podknife. What networks we on, Tony?
1: We're on the Pod Network. Shit and come all at once is the dream. <laughs>
0: So so Tony, we we talked about this. I told you right. I was gonna say it. Yeah, no, but I didn't think you were gonna you were gonna absolutely just just blow the punchline.
1: Well we were saying if you did we, it at the same time, we might called a it numb a in shum body. We called a it shum. a shum. <laughs> shum.
0: <laughs> a shum
1: and I'm still numb.
0: Yeah. Shum and numb. That's um, gonna affect
1: your whole body if you did that. I yeah. I think it'd probably put your spine out.
0: Tom, what do you think?
2: I I think I've got a very exciting evening planned. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Is it wow. possible, folks?
1: Please write in and let us know. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, send a video.
1: Vince and I had probably I, a good twenty minutes discussing it earlier.
0: I, and if and if you want to send a video, Tom, where can they find you on social media, etc.? Yeah, um, you can find me on the artist formerly
2: known as Twitter at uh, this <laughs> at this chocolate.
0: Yes. Tony, where can people find you?
1: Uh, never on anything dot com. Uh, there's one. There's a new episode coming out this week. I'm very much looking forward to. Hoka, hey.
0: Oh, mm. that, that that threw me. Then I was just better do my link and. <laughs> um, you can find me online at Jester Diablo. Thank you very much for listening to the show as always. We hope you've had fun because we've had fun recording it as always. So and, and stay tuned for the next uh, few weeks and months on the show. We've got some exciting guests lined up. And, yeah, uh, we have. Dan will be back next week so we can find out if that rash did actually clear up <laughs> have
1: you seen what he's just put through on
0: Yeah, he yeah. said
1: <laughs> yeah. he went to a pub quiz in a really rough pub and the first question was who the fuck are you yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going out for a nice holiday why on earth is he exactly. well we'll find out all yeah. that and more next time we, we talk to Dan but until then thank you very much for listening from everyone here at ACP headquarters, um, wherever you are in the world, we hope you're happy, healthy, reading comics, enjoying comics. Never mind the debates and the bullshit online. We hope you're enjoying what you're reading or what you're creating, and uh, and because we love you, don't we, Tom? I consensually love you, yeah. Indeed, and uh, you know what he's gonna do later, so yeah. Just think about that, Tony. Yep. Do you love? Do you love the listeners? If you can shum, I love you. Oh, Ooh. oh God! You may be oh. responsible for a lot of A and E visits. I think
1: we've got some people coming in who what? May be. Don't say to... that. Don't <laughs> use no. words like that. In, in a few weeks, you know who I'm talking about, who might want to use that phrase in their publication.
0: We'll need to uh, discuss that with them. Perhaps later yeah. on there. and that's yes. a, that's a particular episode that you're. You might want to gonna... miss that one. You're not going to miss that one. It's going to be fun. Oh, I want to give spoilers, but no. No, yeah. I'll be, I'll be seat. Thank you. You will be after no, is, tonight, isn't a a d- uh, time, Yeah. Oh God, it, it happened. The end of this show went completely ah. off the rails. So, <laughs> <laughs> read loads of comics. Keep making loads of comics. Please tune in next week because it won't be as filthy as this. Well, actually, it will be. No, I'm not making no. any promises actually, but would, there will be some great comic talk. So, until then, well, I guess I've done everything else. What should, what should the listeners do, guys? Stay, Stay awesome. awesome. Bye, everyone.
1: We've got Lizzo next week.
3: Hello. <laughs> <laughs>